Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Is it me, Amanda Garcia? <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Pirates Pirate. are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All right, back with you on Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday, and it is game day. It is game time. We're about to check out the Pirates and the Bearcats of Cincinnati as they play round two of the AAC tournament down in Clearwater, Florida. We'll be watching that one as we talk to you today on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250. 9.30 online, PR927FM.com, and be a part of our show and our watch-along on Facebook Live and YouTube. want you to uh, be involved as you were yesterday and many days, and uh, we'll have a fun show today as we watch Pirates on the Diamond down in Florida. We also got some guests joining us on today's show, including... Ken Wadlington, WNCT Channel 9, who will join us coming up in about 25 minutes or so. He'll watch along with us, and we'll talk about what's going on in the world of sports, including the Canes being down three games to none, must win tonight in Florida. We'll talk about that one and more. Patrick Mason from the Daily Reflector will join us in hour number two. He'll hang out with the crew and be on uh, with us until um, around 5.30 or so. So we'll be hanging out, watching the game. Also planning to hook up with Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. Orioles are playing great, but could not close out Aaron Judge and the Yankees last night. They lose. Uh, with two runs in the ninth inning for the Yankees. So we'll talk to Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com, about that. Connor Norby, how he's doing in AAA and more on today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. Shirley Rhodes is here. Chandler Honeycutt is here. And Zach Root is pitching. So we are underway down in Florida. And uh, we've got you riding along with us. Let's see what's going on quickly uh, in the Facebook and YouTube chats is uh, love hanging out with you guys each and every day. I thought about it last night the the Eric's of the world, the Austins, the Jamies, the Steve Hills, the Skippers, uh, all you guys that are with us every day. Fun hanging out with you, and uh, we appreciate it. Your your patronage. Hopefully, you uh, check out uh, the great local businesses that advertise with pirate radio and show your support to those places and to pirate radio uh but we got some comments coming up here as uh chandler honeycutt joins me in the studio kevin says since hosting is probably gone now wouldn't be too upset to see cincinnati have a good game and win get the boys back to heel and prepare for the real tournament had that discussion yesterday so chandler to my left here he wants to win he said screw that i want to win a ring which he won't be getting a ring but he wants these players to get a ring and i too want success for the players and the coaches and the school and the athletics program and all that from a practical sense i would not hate east carolina coming on back to greenville resting up some arms and getting ready for a regional either way i don't think there's a right answer in that uh but chandler welcome into the show hey clipper how you doing i'm fine have you uh bounced back i have bounced back i've gotten rest i went home 
sat in my room in complete darkness. Did you do the ayahuasca? Ayahuasca was uh, uh, partaken in. And Where do you uh, get that, by the way? You got a guy? I, I had to fly down to wherever uh, Aaron Rodgers had to go to. Which was where? I can't remember. <laughs> I think I took some before I went Okay, to get some more. How much does that run you these days? Oh, man, you don't even want to know. I do. I, I want people to actually use it, but if I tell you how much it costs, then they might not want to use it. So All right. um, Maybe you can get some from me. But anyway, but I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm feeling better. I, I had your chicken stir fry today, which is really, really good. Good gosh. What I, a great lunch that was. I appreciate it. It was really good. I do feel like you, you've, you've typed chicken stir fry. You've said it. Um, the star of the dish might have been the steak. The steak was really good in there. And in fact, I didn't remember seeing any in the picture that you posted yesterday on Twitter. But when I was fixing my bowl today, I was like, oh, there's some like steak chunks in here. Mm-hmm. And the steak was very good in yeah. that chicken stir fry bowl so i guess it was chicken steak stir fry it was yeah that's kind of what i'm getting at zach root two outs in the top of the first inning pirates and bearcats are scoreless eric says quote i don't mean to be that guy but there are two more innings left end quote quote by the wise and before his time chandler honeycutt that was the quote of the day austin said the pirates better clamp down and get the w today uh jamie points out that clip asked what was the biggest blown lead all year yesterday thank you jamie yes i did so there was a lot of jinxing going on everywhere i wanted to get in my personal soundboard okay the pirates have batted around here in the seventh inning it is nine Put it up to, to three. the mic. it's fantastic news get the day off tomorrow yeah work on your suntan and then you're back at it on thursday back at it on thursday one o'clock I don't mean to be that guy, but there is two more innings left. Uh, okay, all right. Fair enough. I just want to say that. Fair enough, Chandler. Yep, you uh, you warned us. I wish you were in the dugout warning the team there, Chandler. Yeah, I mean, I just, I, I've, as a fan of the Panthers, uh, of East Carolina sports, really basketball, football, baseball, um you just i've seen so many of those games where it can just kind of turn upside down quick no matter what the uh inning is we saw it last week when we needed a cincinnati win against houston they were up big against the cougars next thing you know they lost the game they gave up a big lead late in that ball game so i was feeling really good don't get me wrong i was feeling really confident that east Carolina was going to win the uh, baseball game yesterday at that point in time at the bottom of the seventh when they put up what six runs nine to nine to three was that score at the time and I mean, anything can happen, especially in baseball, and, and it happened yesterday as they put up a six spot in the ninth, I believe, and uh, gave East Carolina fits and ended up getting the win over the Pirates. All right, uh, three up, three down in the first. Yeah, at, Chan, man. a lot better than yesterday. Uh, Jake Hunter's been great all year, but yesterday he struggled a lot. It was a slow start for East Carolina uh, defensively, especially at the p- uh, pitcher position. He was the first pitcher of, what, eight arms yesterday for East Carolina? So, uh, but uh, Root doing a good job of getting out of there quickly. Three up, three down. Now it's time to hit the baseball. So, I didn't. I took a brief look at the lineup. I'm not sure. Is it looking, I guess, similar to what yesterday's was? I have to go. Look. I'll let you answer your own question as I tell the folks. Uh, other comments going on, including Eric's, where he says, "I'd like to report a burglary." The Pirates had their hopes of hosting stolen yesterday. The culprit was a beastly bulging bull in a leisure suit. A burgally. A burgally. A burgally. A burgally. A burgally. 
Well, there you go, Pays. He got it right, a.k.a. more wrong on the last time. That's what makes that clip so good. He was like, wait, let me correct myself and say it right. Burgally. A burger, a burger, a burgerly, a burgerly. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I got it now. Burgerly. <laughs> um, we shot a great video moments ago before the show, and I would like you all to pressure uh, the big dog, whether it be Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter, and say, "Glenn, release the video. Like we need it out. Release the cracking. We need it out now. This is going to be good, folks. Just to let you know." So Todd asked, did Chandler eat a Jimmy John's today? Uh, he did not. So, uh, look, first reported, Josh Groves gave Jacob Starling a hot dog. As Jacob Starling hot dogs it around first base, makes a turn after a single to start the Pirate first inning. Uh, hot dog was the story. Then it turned to PB&J, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But last night the reporter i am the detective i am i had to get to the bottom of it folks so i talked to a source very close to the sandwich very close perhaps touching the sandwich eating the sandwich feeding the sandwich and i have learned that the hot dog sandwich in question was in fact a number eight from jersey mike's Y'all want to put some ranch on it. A number eight for from Jersey Mike's. It went from hot dog to PB&J to a number eight from Jersey Mike's. But this is how news work. Barstool Sports has us with the hot dog. Fox News has the, uh, the, I don't know if they specified the sandwich, but this is how the news cycle works. We're out there, It's baby. out there everywhere now, <clears throat> all over the place. Now, the pb I'm on uh, Tucker Carlson tonight talking about it. <laughs> Coming up tonight on Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> Billy well, from Winterville <laughs> joins us to talk about the disrespect. He's, uh, yeah. I think he's already on it, yeah. Uh, dang. What was I going to say? I forgot. Something about the hot dog sandwich. Oh, so... Jersey Mike's well, up. The PB&J made sense because I know the boys keep Uncrustables in the dugout. And that has a nice purple and gold hook to it. I like that angle. It made sense. But you were saying that you talked to somebody close to the situation. Yeah. Close to the sandwich. Close to the sandwich. Because sandwich. Great line by Brett Kennedy on Twitter last night. Starman takes off for second, and he has a stolen base. Hey, Eric, I'd like to report a burglary. That's like 17 or 18 stolen bases for a Jacob Starling this, this year. A burglary. How confident are you that? that sounds high. I'm that's gonna say very least, high. I'm going to say at least 17. That that's sounds, very high. That sounds higher than you on Hiawaska. I feel like it's below 10. But yes, I did reach out to folks uh, or a folk down in Clearwater and was told number eight from Jersey Mike's. I don't know if it was Mike's way. I didn't get into all the details. Ball four. I just know number eight from Jersey Mike's. All right, stolen bases on the year. The star man just stole his 16th stolen base. Wow. You were, you were close there, Chan Man. Good call. 16 of 17 on the year. That's very high, though, if you think about it. I mean, for Jacob Starling, but very he high. has some wheels. Who is the leader in stolen bases for the park? Uh, Lane Hoover. No. Nowak? Yes. Tell you what, this guy knows his ECU baseball. Watch out. We got a bad end over here. Uh, we got Josh Moylan oh bats, and 
Cincinnati could have some trouble getting outs today. By the way, if people are wondering, it's basically the same lineup from yesterday. Starling led off, Cunningham, now Morling's at the plate. Uh, Jenkins Coward will bat fourth. Nowak is batting fifth. Wilcoxon batting sixth. Amac batting seventh. Barini batting eighth. And then it'll be Hoover to uh, round out the lineup at hitting ninth. Wilcoxon so. and JJC switch places. Ah, okay. That's the difference, I believe. Jamie says, bad umps again. What's new? Tyler says, release the video. Hey. Thank you, Tyler. I think, hey, 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 hey. Let him cook. <laughs> Let him cook. Hold up. Hold up. Let them cook. Let them cook. We had fun with that one. Also, I've talked to sources close to the sandwich and uh, hopefully a video involving that source when he returns to Greenville. What if they, uh, what if it was a Jim Joyce situation and they. (laughs) Jim Joyce? Jim Joyce? Yeah. Yeah, So what if the guy felt bad? What if he felt bad for throwing out, uh, especially with all the publicity this guy? I mean, his face is all over social media. What if he felt bad and he gave uh, Josh Groves a car? (laughs) Or they gave. they gave Galarraga a car, but they met at home plate. And he was crying. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> what if one of they had Josh Groves go and give the uh, the lineup? My question is, how do you remember that? You had to watch that on YouTube. There's no way you remember it. Yeah, I had to be way. I, I was young, there. but I remember that game. You were young. Yeah, that was a I, long time ago. Yeah, I remember that game. It's like oh nine, maybe. Yeah, I, I I do remember watching that game or seeing it on Sports. There's no Sports way Center. you watched a live day baseball Detroit Tigers game, Chandler. No way in hell. I remember it being popular back then. It, it was. You saw it on Sports Center, but like you weren't watching a Detroit Tigers baseball game. Okay, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't reckon so. I just want to be accurate because that's what I'm all about. Jamie says, "Hell of a reporter clip." Breaking news. Yeah, I'm all about accuracy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my number one thing is being accurate. Uh, we have a commitment from Dave K on the watch along that has happened. Yeah, that is. Uh, he has said that. Uh, for every run the Pirates score, he will do his locker room dance. Okay. Uh, that, by the way, if ECU wins today, live watch along Friday at 1 o'clock. By the way, folks, we had a best of coming up Friday. That's our day off. We're, yeah. But how nope. much do we love you? How much do we love ECU baseball? Chandler, instead of going to go visit his family, family. is going to come to work on his day off. Get out. Me, Cliff Rock. I'm coming into work on my day off. We're potentially giving you Friday and Monday of Memorial Day weekend. Oh, my God. I am coming in on my two days (laughs) off of Pirate Radio. (laughs) I'm the biggest loser sucker in the world. I'm not getting paid any extra for this. One more clip. I'm just doing it for the people. So I'll be here Friday. We'll be here Monday on my days off. I am such wow. a moron. I actually planned on heading home sometime Friday, but I had to be here anyway. Um, but then I forgot we have that one o'clock commitment if we win today, and I will be here because once again, I love you guys and I love ECU baseball, and I'll do anything for you guys. Anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Let me take that back. Not everything, but some things. And this is one thing. A watch along is one of those things. You would do anything, but you won't do that? Uh-huh. Who okay. sang it, Chandler? But I won't do that. I would do anything for love. 
I'll give you a hint. It's good with mashed potatoes. Oh, um, good with mashed potatoes. Like, it is a warm dish I like made mac of beef. And cheese. With oh, it as well. Steak and gravy. Some people. Some people like it. Some people put ketchup on it. Steak and gravy. Some sold people it. like it. Some people don't. Steak. Meat. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yep. Killing me, Chandler. Pirates up one nothing on a sack fly by Josh Moylan. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. Is he gone? I think he is. Mm-hmm. By the way, Tina Turner passing away today. Shirley was upset by that news. Sad yes, time. very much so. Outside. The one artist I had an opportunity to opportunity to see live in concert and passed, and I'm still kicking myself over mm. it. Mm. Years ago, I had an opportunity to go. Well, it was in the middle of the week, and it was when I was working at a job where I had to be up at four in the morning, and I didn't feel like driving all the way to Raleigh, spending a late night late. at a concert, yes. getting home, and then having to work all day. So I chose not to go, and now I wish I had. Yep, she went to her grave knowing you spurned her. <sighs> Thanks. That's, that's tough. Um, Jamie said, you broke news again? Tina Turner died? Yes. Unfortunate news. R.I.P. Pirates are playing for Tina today. <laughs> Pirate Radio exclusive. Please credit us. Fox News and Barstow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve Hill says, release the video, Glenn. Redbeard says, release the tape. Working on it. Uh, okay. It's in the editing Let bay right cook. now as we as Let we talk. him cook. Put the pressure on him, folks. We need this video out. Ken Wadlington going to join Chan and I coming up in a little bit. Ooh, wow. We've that got is terrible. our second pitch to the backstop this inning, and Carter Cunningham scores. This time it was just wide and high, high and wide outside. Shirley, we have an um, invitation for you to go see a concert. Steve says, want to go see Stevie Nicks with me, Shirley? That's already happened. No. It's a joke, I think. Stevie Nicks was in concert just recently, but no. Shirley famously no does desire. not like Stevie Nicks and her voice. No, she sounds like a goat singing. Not the goat, but a goat. A goat. Speaking of goats, we didn't talk yesterday at all about the Lakers getting swept. Nuggets sweep the Lakers. Uh, Celtics win last night, Chandler, to keep that series alive. Yeah, I watched the tail end of that game. They just looked... Uh, they looked very confident in what they were doing they looked like a team that knew they needed to win try to get back to boston and uh make this a 3-2 series and i think if they can win the next game i think it could maybe get interesting we so you're say. not interested yet they're gonna have to win one more. if they win in boston this next game i'll be like very intrigued in this series okay big dog um i kind of think uh i think miami is in trouble if they drop the next one because you had them at home and it should have been over with sweet go ahead and get it get them at home sweet be done with it and you got a week you and off. the nuggets have a week, a week and a half off, off. Yeah. before the for the final start it, it just made so much sense and now you got to wonder has momentum shifted because that's how things work in playoff series they would be the first team to ever do the 3-0 comeback though three ones happened but never 3-0 all right, uh, when Ken Wildington joins us, we're going to do a little bit of NBA Jam Tournament Edition uh, team quiz. Let's get it. Because Ken's around that age. I think it'll be a good chat. And Glenn, is uh, he was great at the arcade rosters. We'll see how good he is at the Tournament Edition. 
Um, we'll do that when Ken joins us coming up in a moment. Right now, one down in the bottom of the first inning. East Carolina, an early 2-0 lead over Cincinnati. ECU 6-0 and against the Bearcats this year. Of course, they were 3-0 and against South Florida heading into yesterday, and we know how that played out. we got a pop fly. It's going to be out number two here in the first inning. It's hard to beat a team four times. Is it? It's got to be hard to beat a team seven times, right? I don't know. I disagree. I think it'd be pretty easy. Smooth sailing? Yeah. Easy peasy, living squeezy? I think it'd be harder to beat a good team. Is it harder to beat a good team one time or a bad team seven times? I hate those uh, Mm. sports cliches, and I use them all the time because I'm good. Good Lord, get this guy off the mound. Rick Vaughn is going to kill somebody. That is the third ball has just got away from that has hit the backstop today and uh the catcher Catch said hey man you got like, one more of them and i'm charging i'm coming catcher's after you. Just literally like hey dude what are you doing one more of them am i cincinnati you know what grinds my gears oh look my god this. look at this catcher gets a catcher mid on so it. mad catcher, <laughs> catcher, the catcher is so mad that one right got now. halfway to the backstop didn't oh, this quite is awful. hit the backstop i mean well, show I, the catcher I, I know that it's humid down there, but good Lord, I've never seen Look, that many got... balls fly so far to the right. I mean, he's what, just sailing them everywhere. I said, catcher said one more and I'm coming after you. Guess what? He went out there. And he's like chirping at him. I don't know if it's like more of like just motivational talk. Like, hey, you got this. Come on. But like, he's fired up. He's like, dude, if you make me run back to the backstop one more time. Now that I'm saying, are you okay to throw a base? <laughs> Are you, no, I'm saying, hey, dude. Are, are you, you sure good? you're a pitcher? Are you a pitcher? <laughs> you're a first base pitcher? Did Coach get you mixed up with somebody? Uh, where's this one going to look? Gonna Did go? you accidentally pick up the wrong jersey? This has got to be tough for the play, for the hitters. Not knowing where the hell the ball's You've got go. this guy today. I don't want to make fun of USF because they beat us yesterday, but that one pitcher kept falling on the ground. <laughs> he was a mess. He was actually, I believe, intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> he, well, he did look drunk. I believe the umpire one time was like, hey, dude, if you had too much to drink. Oh. He fell down a couple times after a pitch, and then he fielded that ball and, and stumbled around. And just like flung it to the first baseman and fell down on his butt. Very, very strange. Like, as wild of a pitcher that person is, like, I feel like if it weren't for the implications of this game in terms of whether, you know, what happens, whether we win or lose, that one of the batters would just pull a John Cruck and just switch his helmet. Put his helmet on backwards? Yeah. Like, uh, I, that's what it kind of felt that. like that. I tell you what, though, whoever the next right-handed batter is... Whomever. Um, I would be very scared because it's all going on that right side about chest to eye to nose level it will not be a mac who's a switch hitter so he'll be batting from the left side here as wilcox and walks it looks like it will be barini who he won't have a right-handed batter until starling but good gracious Mm. a mac a mac will he'll bat from the left side oh yeah he's right he's uh switch hitter a doy amac flies this one into left it's going to be caught but mm. and in the inning so two runs cross the plate surprised to see amac swinging at the first pitch there with a guy who's having trouble hitting the mid 
But what do I know? Nothing. Although I did play for the Woodies. People forget. Nice jersey. Nice jersey. Yeah. Nice jersey. Yeah, it's, it's fresh, right? Um, I believe 2018 because it's got the number 18 on it. So this is an old baby. Oh no. What's what do we got? Another death? I got another death. Who we got? This was from yesterday because it says 16 hours ago. Is this WNCT Channel 9? It's WNCT Channel 9 reporting. The Ohio farmer known for it ain't much, but it's honest work. The meme died at 76. Man. Well, I'm going to dedicate the rest of the show to that guy because this right here, it ain't much, but it's it's honest honest work. work. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Ken Watlington will join us. We'll continue our watch-along. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. We're riding along with you. If you want to jump in on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, you can do so. And uh, tell Glenn to release the tape. More to go after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by pirate water get ready to party pirates go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only pirate water why be yourself when you can be a pirate now back to the show welcome back drive a little and save a lot at washington chrysler dodge jeep ram washington chrysler dodge jeep ram has great uh, a great selection of new and pre-owned vehicles plus offers service to all makes and models in the state-of-the-art facility drive a little and save a lot with a short trip to washington chrysler dodge jeep ram on highway 264 in washington and online at washington chrysler dodge jeep ram.com now let's head back into prl here's your host clip rock all right zach rude trying to get out of this inning but we can even talk about it as two down in the top of the second inning Pirates an early 2-0 lead over the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Clip Rock, Shirley Rhodes, the Big Dog, Chandler Honeycutt, and Ken Watlington joining us inside the Pirate Radio Studios. WNCT at Channel 9. Hello, Ken. What's going on, fellas? Hey, man. And ladies. Watching a little uh, Pirate Baseball here. Had planned to not watch Pirate Baseball today. <laughs> Why is that? Boycotting? Uh, no, because they were going to win. Oh, yesterday. that's right. Yeah, they weren't supposed <laughs> to be playing right. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. Yeah. I got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Good uh, start, though. I think Brian Bailey was, too, because he was in his seat for like seven innings yesterday and then we didn't see him during that rally i don't know if he was already like putting together his story his video probably so yeah yeah. getting a little head start and uh he had to go back to his seat then he was back doing uh doing some more duties so yeah he's been all over the place tough job down there right now (laughs) yeah right he actually talked on his show monday and admitted like he was like I don't know if Channel 9 knows how much free time I get down here. That's just what I wanted to hear. I know. He's on the beach. He's yeah. hanging out. Uh, we got our first hit of the game from Cincinnati. Runner on first with two down in the second inning. It is 2 nothing. Our buddy Randolph checking in, Chandler. Boom, boom. Says, afternoon, guys, and Shirley hit those likes. Let's go, Pirates. Stay in the fight. I don't know if he meant that as a poem, <laughs> but it certainly came out as one. Uh, Ken true or false the hurricanes are too good to get swept by the panthers they are too good they will win tonight there'll be a game five friday night in raleigh i'm feeling that as well 
They should be up 3 nothing right now. <laughs> Could be. I don't know about should. Just a game of inches. Tis is. Tis is. They, you got that, that, that small puck, Ken. Yeah. Sometimes has a mind of its own. It's been finding the, uh, the, the, the post and the pipe, you know, every game when they just, you know. It's going to get in there tonight, I think. Rod Brendamore, what do you say after game three? Like, it's it's frustrating. Like it's one thing to lose when you're getting beat, but he feels like they're losing and they're not getting beat. Right. Something to that effect. I mean, 90% of the series, they've been the better team. But they're 0 and 3. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you gotta put you gotta put the biscuit in the basket. The biscuit in the basket. Uh frustrating when the other night is they could not get one past the goaltender. Pirates will get out of this inning. So it'll be two nothing in the bottom of the second as East Carolina plays day two of the AAC tournament. Just two games today following four on Mon- on Tuesday. There will be a uh, winner's bracket Thursday coming up. If East Carolina wins, they will play Friday at 1 o'clock. And we'll be watching it with you at 1 o'clock with a special guest. That special guest is who? Dave Kasang- Dave Kasanganai. 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 Dave K. From uh, we, ECU basketball. We just, we just love to go Dave K. Dave K. Uh, he is in if the Pirates win today. He is a big baseball fan. He's friends with a lot of the dudes. And... Uh, He's a, he goes to the jungle to watch games, right? So he'll be hanging out with us Friday if East Carolina can get the win today. Eric said, whoa, look at K-Dub with the WNCT Jordan drip. That's right. How about that? You are hip, my friend. I uh, had an extra Jordan polo laying around for about 10 years and uh, took it to my good friend Jonathan Ellerby. And uh, he got me hooked up over at University Sportswear. University Sportswear. All your sportswear needs. Or loungewear, or leisurewear, or whatever it is, business yeah. professional wear. <laughs> so, Ken uh, Glenn Griffin is an NBA Jam expert, and by that I don't mean he's great at the game, although he may be, but he is an <laughs> expert at remembering the rosters. So, one day we went through the arcade edition. Today we're going to go NBA. What do you call this one, Glenn? Uh, tournament edition. Yes. So, this is the one that we had on Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this yes okay baby baby um ken how familiar are you with nba jam uh at this point in my life not very much at one point in your life very familiar uh, no did you go to the arcade at all yeah what'd you play uh donkey kong i don't know how old are you 106 (laughs) (laughs) happy birthday hey everybody 106 years of age i played donkey kong i remember back in my day i played pong (laughs) so chandler you're too young for arcades yay or nay um no because i i mean i i grew up going to white lake and there was this place called golston's beach and they used to have an arcade that me and my brother would go to what they have in there they had, but it was more of your like your air hockey, s- ski ball, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Air hockey, all that kind where, of jazz. Shooting way hoops. back in the day when we were growing up, even though I'm a little bit older, obviously. Oh, yeah. Where was the arcade in Greenville? I can't remember. Was it in the mall? Yeah, we had two malls, right. and there were arcades in the mall. Yeah, I remember Carolina East vaguely. Yeah, yeah, vaguely. Okay. There was something there, right? Oh yeah, yeah. They had an arcade right when you walk in. Okay. To the on the back to the left, and there was a putt putt place on 10th Street. With the big giraffe out front, right? Yeah. They had some type of arcade. Or am I just making stuff up? And then in the Plaza Mall, you had one by the food court, I want to say. Okay. Uh, But anyway, uh, favorite arcade games, Glenn? 
we've talked about NBA Jam. You've got your standard Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. I yep. really like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I, I like that. Also like the uh, X Men Four Way. I remember that. I don't remember playing that much, but I, I was a big Ninja Turtles guy. There was some good racing games the as well. Four, the Four Way Stand Up Ninja yeah. Turtles game was as good as it got. That's right. But let me tell you about Donkey Kong. All right. Nah. So you got this uh, this King Koopa. What's his name? No. Oh, his name's Donkey Kong. It's Donkey Kong. <laughs> the titular Donkey Kong. It is named after the bad guys, not named Mario. So all you're doing is jumping over barrels yeah. and climbing ladders. And trying to grab some hammers and uh, try not to fall through the cracks. And Mario's not even named Mario. What's his name? Uh, look on Ken's shirt. His name is Jumpman. Michael Air Jordan. <laughs> His Jump name is Jumpman. Are you serious? Yeah. Yes. The original Jumpman is Mario? <laughs> yes. You know, I haven't watched that Air movie. They had to change it to Mario because they got sued by Nike. <laughs> and then, did you know, he wasn't even the first uh, Super Mario. That was Mario Lemieux. People wow. forget that. People don't even remember. We're teaching you history today, folks. <laughs> yeah. All right, Glenn. NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Boston Celtics. Now, this is post-championship Celtics. This is a weird era of Celtics. So D, who D was Brown. on this team? D Brown did the dunk. Oh, yes. dunk D Brown's on the team. Uh, I'm not sure. Kale right, so, is on the tournament edition roster. All right, so here's what I got. I've got the arcade tournament edition roster and the home edition console versions. I've got some other names. Arcade edition D Brown and uh, ironically a guy that Larry Bird talked junk to and torched. While Bird was a Celtic. Danny Ainge? No. No, it's not Danny Ainge. Xavier McDaniel. Xavier McDaniel, oh, yes. X-Man. Listen to these names on the at-home version, though. Dominique it, Wilkins. It gets crazy on the at-home version. Dino yeah. Raja. And Ken, for you, Eric Montross. Ah. Uh, Imagine was, playing with Eric Montross was, in NBA so, Jam. Like, the arcade version had, like, three dudes on the team, and then the home oh. version had, like, five or six for some guy team kevin gamble was on the uh, arcade goodness all right who are the hornets on the nba jam tournament edition kelly trapuca <laughs> he it did is, not uh, make the list it's uh, el danzo and then it's mugsy and dale and then your weird one is like david wingate no good guess no it's not david it's wingate. a guard it's not kendall gill it's old Hershey Hawkins. It's Hershey Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it fun, Ken, just hearing old names? I just had to it's think of, like, there's, <laughs> there's people that are in the game and they just moved them around on teams versus create new players. All right, Ken, I'm going to let you guess the Cavaliers because they're pretty big names. Mark Price. Yeah. Um, Danny Ferry. No. Did he play for them or he good was guess. just yeah. GM at one point for them? Oh, yeah. yeah. Good point. Uh, uh, you got a Tar Heel. And then you have Hubert Davis. No. Uh, they got a Tar Heel for the Cavs? Yeah. yeah. Big man. Go ahead, Glenn. Brad Daughter. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Then, then you have a slam dunk champion. A guy whose Nance. son played for Larry yeah, Nance. Larry Nance. Yeah. That was the arcade version. Throw in a Gerald Wilkins. For the home edition. And I got to say, I don't remember John Williams. What a normal name. John Hot Rod Williams. Hot Rod. Yeah. Yes. You're right. I thought John Williams was a composer. For he like, is. Uh, yeah. Star Wars, right? Jurassic Park. All right. He did Silence. all of the Star Wars ones, too. Yeah. Eric said Craig Elo, uh, question mark. No, <laughs> no not Elo's not on the team. Uh, Jamie guessed Robert Parrish for the Celtics. Cass said Cruising USA. 
Great game. Jamie said California cruising. Was that the same game? I think so. Maybe it was a second edition, like cruising USA. Yeah, California may have been like the terminated edition of that game. Todd enjoyed playing Paperboy at Sports World. <laughs> Coming up uh, next hour, we'll talk to Paperboy Patrick Mason. <laughs> <laughs> Paperboy was fun on uh, my Nintendo Entertainment Very system. Fun. That was a fun game. Pirates uh, leading leading it two to nothing as we talk NBA Jam Tournament Edition and more with Glenn Griffin and Ken Watlington. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know if they. Had, I don't think they had good teams back then, but they had good players. Do you remember those it's, players, Glenn? The Tournament Edition was nasty. It had Mashburn. And Jimmy Jackson Correct. and uh, Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd was in a game, in a uh, the console. Also, Tony Dumas and Terry Davis were a part of that. Interesting. All right. Um, oh, wow. Interesting names here for the Pistons. So you got Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars. You got Grant Hill and Jerry Stackhouse. So Grant Hill, yes. I don't see Stack. No, Stack was still in Philly. You got the big O, Oliver Miller, Terry Mills. He's on the Pistons? Bill Curley. I don't remember this guy ever playing for the Pistons. Who? I want to say he won five NBA titles. Robert Horry. Yeah. He got traded for Sean Elliott. Um, Yeah. And then... Sean Elliott didn't play for the Pistons. Yes, he did at the end of his career. Definitely not at the end of his career. I'm telling you. Okay, but that has nothing to do with this. We're talking about 1993. I'm telling you how he got to San Antonio. You are not a Sean Elliott guy. Last week you said he was dead. <laughs> you know a lot about a lot, Glenn. You don't know crap about Sean Elliott. <laughs> you buried this man last time we talked. Yay or nay? Uh, yay. <laughs> yay, yay? How dare you be excited about it? All right, Sean Elliott. So he went from Spurs to Pistons to Spurs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you can't say at the end of his career. He played seven more years after he would, he left the I guess it seems late. Time is relative. <laughs> uh, that is funny that you're want something about your brain. Everything's firing except Sean Elliott part of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dead spot for you. Zach Root cruising along. There's the strikeout. Ooh. Ken, uh, I don't know. How, how close are you following? Video's up, by the way. RP oh Glenn put yeah. the video out. Is out go check it out <laughs> how close are you following RPIs all that good stuff when it comes to ECU yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm looking every day I'm following all the you know the tweets and updates you guys give on social media and you know just felt like yesterday was the death knell right as far as hosting probably probably yeah but you you know other stuff could shake out are you lloyd christmasing me right now <laughs> yes i am there's a chance <laughs> oh i thought about you and i saw you had already responded to this i was going to tweet something to you but you had already tweeted that uh home field apparel is dropping some uncw they are 10 o'clock tomorrow morning um stuff looks pretty cool yeah so, uh, i haven't looked at it yeah i might have to wait till i get paid friday because i'm gonna spend a lot of money <laughs> is this the first time they're doing yeah wilmington yeah. all right cool big what's, drop yeah what's the uh what's wilmington baseball are they done are they still playing no they uh they open up playing the uh ca tournament tomorrow down in charleston they're top seed um they'll face either delaware or william and mary and uh, Hawks just swept William & Mary over the weekend, so we don't want to play them, as we just learned from ECU. You don't want to play somebody a fourth time in Good less point, than a week. Yeah. So uh, hopefully it'll be the fighting blue hens in the Seahawks, a battle of the birds or something. This ump has a ginormous strike zone. He is playing. Uh, he's like, look, this is loser's bracket. Don't care about this game. <laughs> Let's, Let's get, get out of here. Out. It's hot. I don't want to spend all day. 
I'm calling it a strike. You better be swinging. The original Hooters is three miles away. Let's get there. (laughs) (laughs) I heard John Daly's hanging out. Let's go see what he's up to as Root delivers and hit a guy. Oh, Oh, yeah. Hit. It It didn't look like it. That didn't look like it hit him at all. It was a breaking ball. And they will take a, a gander at it. Oh, man, Glenn, great name from the past. The Pacers have a couple of obvious Rick Smiths. That's one. Yes, Smiths and Miller. Yeah. Mark Jackson. Uh, Dallas Shrimp is on the Sonics at that point. Uh, there's, so you've got the Davis boys. You probably you've got, got one Davis. Ant- Antoine Davis. Antonio. Antonio. And then you've got... I was a big Derek McKee fan. Oh, he was a good Mitten, player. Derek McKee's on there. But this name... Mark I want Jackson? to say he went to like St. John's or something. Mark Jackson? No, he did go to St. John's. Um, well, that was the era of appropriate. Chris, Chris Mullins? No. So this guy, Ron Artest, went to yeah. He went to St. John's, played for the Pacers, Clippers, Pistons, and Timberwolves. His number two is retired by the Timberwolves. What? Where did he go to college at? St. John's. Oh, sorry. Duh. His I name is. I ain't got that one. Malik Seeley. Uh, Remember that name? Yes, I do. Malik Seeley. How is his jersey retired by the Timberwolves? Was he that good? Timberwolves were really bad back in the early. I guess it's got to be like he was one of their first something. He just started like every game when they yeah. went thirteen and yeah, sixty nine. It's got to be something ridiculous. Pirates uh, trying to get out of the third inning. One down in the top of the third. Runner on first for the Bearcats. It is two nothing. Ken Watlington hanging out. On a Tuesday, Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live, we got a four to six, two, three, a double play. Earmuffs. Gonna have to earmuff that one. From our drone view that they showed us there on the fade out, it looked like he got him. But uh, they called the runner safe at first. Ken, what do you think on the replay? I'm just mesmerized by Cincinnati's pants. Uh, you know, they're terrible. Are they the football pants and the, the, the stripe just stops at the knee? Like, what's going on here? Chandler, earlier in the show, I said, uh, you know what grinds my gears? And I never finished my thought. It's these stupid pants that they wear. The seamstress just got bored yeah. and was like, screw All right, we're done. <laughs> Under Armour ran out of money. It's like, this is all we can do for you this week. I do like the on-the-field advertising from Hooters. West on the field. There's like a huge Hooters banner over to the uh, to the left. I think they should have cut Al's eyes in center field. <laughs> I like it. That would have been cool. <laughs> uh, they are going to look at this one. So as they look at it, let's take a break. We'll come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, hour one here. As we hang out, watch some Pirate Baseball with you on a Wednesday. More to go after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. 
pirate water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. A.J.'s has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio, perfect for some outdoor dining. There's something for everyone every week, not including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's uh, head back into the show. Clip, do you want me to read this uh, this tweet that I just saw, or do you want to take this? First, let me tell you that Cincinnati just hit a two-run homer. Oh, great. And our walk in the park just turned into a cocaine bear attack. Oh. Uh, things have gotten a little worse. Uh, but it is two to two, two outs, top of the third. Uh, bigger picture things going on with Cincinnati right now, though. We just found out. Uh, yeah, as the game was taking place, this was tweeted out at three twenty-two. So about half an hour ago, uh, there was a tweet from uh, Justin Williams, and it states that the University of Cincinnati announces that assistant baseball coach Kyle Sprague. Sprague. And Director of Operations Andy Nagel have been relieved of their duties as a result a result rather of an ongoing internal review of potential NCAA infractions involving Bearcats baseball. Um, the university has released a statement pretty much that says that they were relieved of their duties on May 17th. On May 8th, University of Cincinnati Athletics began an internal review of potential infractions involving the baseball program. Although the review is still ongoing, both men have been dismissed based on initial findings. UC is cooperating with the NCAA in this matter. And they said since it's an ongoing investigation, they're not going to comment any further. So this is kind of interesting that this has all of a sudden come out, uh, especially the timing of it all, you know, considering that uh, Cincinnati is playing uh, in the middle of the AAC tournament and two of their employees are missing from the dugout. That is interesting. Uh, they did it a home run that inning, and it is two that to was two. a moonshot. Yeah, that was that uh, went straight to the sky. <laughs> straight to the sky. Um, it didn't say what exactly was happening there, but we've had a lot of gambling stories lately. Ken. Yeah, the Alabama situation That's like where down my there. mind went, but yeah. who knows? Um, it doesn't seem to be performance enhancing because Cincinnati uh, not very good although they've been pretty good against teams not named ECU they have not had a great year so yeah that is uh, that's very interesting that that's happening right now now it has nothing to do with a hot dog or a sandwich or <laughs> yeah. either, right? uh, cannot confirm okay. nor deny sure. that sure. if you're just tuning in we uh, I did learn last night with some some crack journalism that <laughs> Uh, the food in question was not a PB&J or a hot dog. It was a number eight from Jersey Mike's. Oh, uh, number eight. And Brian, Brian Bailey said it might have been Jimmy John, so it's Jersey Mike's. I've been told by a close source to the sandwich, very close, okay. that it was indeed a number eight. Now, somebody told me this morning it was a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> With all the fixings? All the fix, Cranberry sauce, everything. <laughs> yeah, the... Uh, cranberry sauce dripping down jacob starling's chin is uh is what what got him i kind of want to hear this interview now are they going to say hey where are your assistants are you the only one there (laughs) they're talking to the cincinnati coach hey can anybody zoom in on his fanny pack card and maybe we can read their signs scott googans talking right now great name googans good googly moogly have you uh you seen googans lately googs (laughs) tom googliata did you mention him earlier 
What are you laughing at, Chandler? <laughs> Just Shirley's amazing work. Ken, uh, you saw the video. I did. That, I mean, Shirley. Well, it's like I, I posted, uh, when I retweeted it, I put as a side note, this might be the first time ever that my double chin actually worked to my advantage. I mean, is that guy your dad? <laughs> it is uncanny. Great work. Love the hat. That is the perfect Halloween costume. I got, I'll give Glenn props not only for shooting the video, but he's also a props department. Brought in the blue shirt that looks very umpish. <laughs> umpish. And it was uh, Shirley's idea to wear the Black Pirate Radio hat. So if you haven't seen our latest video, put it out there. Where were the hot dogs from? Or go check it out. Uh, those were uh, sheets. Yep, sheets. Okay. Dogs. And what was that tells ironic? You our budget. You can either go to sub <laughs> hey, dogs or we sheets. No uh, budget. We go sheets. Yeah. Uh, cl- what was closer. ironic that I, we were wearing? I was wearing that blue umpire shirt. I have the exact same color shorts. So I basically had an entire umpire outfit and didn't even realize I had all of it on. So I suggested Shirley, whose softball career continues as Carter Cunningham uh, delivers a single to left. I'm a ham man. When your uh, Tony Collins is a ham man. When your career in Shirley playing, I think you should just smoothly transition into umping. <laughs> I, I, I really do think I may have missed my calling. You can stay on the field, stay in the game. You get a very small paycheck. And you uh, can throw people out. You can argue yeah. with people whenever you want, about whatever you want. That sounds like a dream job to yeah. me. That sounds pretty nice. You do yeah. a lot of that already. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Except you can't. I guess you could throw us out. But then you'd have to do the show. So. Yeah. She kicks people off the fifth quarter. Yeah, that I, hang up, on, I hang up that on people. I hang up on people. That's kind of my version of kicking people out. All right, Ken. Uh, how about the uh, Celtics? Uh, Chandler said, if the Celtics win the next game, he'll get interested in that series. Is it Celtics, interesting right now? Yeah, Celtics are going to win the next game. You think so? Yeah, yeah. They win at home, and then it'll set up a massive Game Six back in Miami. Yeah, yeah. It, it just got real. It, it's okay. So it's like when the Canes win tonight, and then Jimmy Buckets blows them out. Well, Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart both said in the pregame Marcus they said, Smart. "Don't let us get one." Don't let us get one. They would be the first ever to go from 0-3. Would it? I know the team that stunned in baseball was the Boston Red Sox. Yep. And it was Kevin Malah saying, don't let us get this one. <laughs> and it's only happened four times in hockey. So, Oh, good. So there's precedent. There's, yeah, I don't think it's happened since like 1947. Hot goalie theory. <laughs> so no. you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. All right. I remember. Ken, you remember watching those Stanley Cup finals back in 47? Well, it was a really good time for Toronto on the Maple Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> you were 40 years old. Yeah, I know. He was a grown man. That was my senior playing in high school. Kong. His uh, two kids had just left for college. And uh, Ken. Um, I was on the GI Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a break. You're uh, welcome to hang out or. I got to go do the news, man. There's uh, there's news to, to yeah, be Call in about. sick. <laughs> <laughs> call it and say is your top story it was a number eight from jersey mike's it is that's what we have confirmation now we know exactly what was on it that goes on first before uh tina turner yeah rest tina turner rest in peace to tina turner r.i.p also uh it's all your jersey rest in peace to the down east wood Dogs. that's right yeah. yeah which hopefully will be here for a couple more years yeah before Let's heading to south cats yeah. yeah until 25 i think yeah yeah so. ken thanks for hanging out man you got it go we'll, pirates we'll talk to you again soon there is ken wadlington Ready for the home field apparel UNCW drop coming up this week. Going to spend all his money on that. Well, I'll take a break. Come back. Hour two. Got P. Mace, Patrick Mason, joining us in hour two. A lot more to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, thinking about takeout tonight, Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit FamiliaNC.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order online or call 689-6330 and Familia will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. On a Wednesday, hopefully a winner's Wednesday, following a rough tuesday a rough monday night with the hurricanes loss followed by a tuesday loss by east carolina what do we got here chandler we've got a great play did they call that a catch because the runner went and tag or the first baseman went and tagged first right so is he throwing for a double play let's see if the ball hit the ground okay it was a ground ball hopper so take the guy at third back to third then i guess was going to man that's gutsy trying to go back to second so a good play at first uh that followed a terrible play by the cincinnati infield where a bunt led to jacob jenkins coward on second uh pirates also have a runner on third and that ump strike zone is wide very wide as long as he keeps it consistent i'm okay with it well you know who wasn't consistent <clears throat> that guy back there yesterday Seemed like there was some outside corner pitches that he would call. The some that he Shirley's uh, uncle. Yeah, man, that was that's that's funny stuff. If you haven't seen it yet, we do have the video up on Twitter uh, of us. Uh, I want to make Shirley's ump face my new profile picture. <laughs> it's so good. It's really really good. It's so good. All right, Pirates so. need to get some runs here. They do have one run. They've oh. taken the lead three to two. They have a man on second and third with one out. Mm, that should get a that run. That should in. get a run in there. So runners advance. Moreland comes in to score. Four to two Pirates. Part. Part. So, all right. As I said, the Pirates should get more than one run. Uh-oh. I don't like when they show radars during live sporting events. Where are we at? I see Tampa. Whoa. St. Pete. Cl- oh, clear. Uh, clear warning. Wow. So around five thirty ish when I will be hosting the show. Brian Bailey take over. We might be having some delays. Yeah, so here is the deal. Patrick Mason will join us at four thirty. I'm splitting uh at around five to go see my daughter's dance performance uh at AG Cox Middle School. And Chandler and Shirley will take over, but Patrick Mason will be along for the ride. I got an interview with Mark Brown from Camden Chat, and this game will be going on, weather permitting. Mm. So, uh, Chandler, you'll be in the driver's seat coming up. All right, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Did it a few weeks ago. Oh, I think you had to go somewhere with Lily. Or no, you had... That's going to drop. That's going to drop. All right, there we go. A little dinker. Five to two parts. But yeah, I'm looking forward to hosting. Me and Shirley will hold down the fort here, and Patrick Mason, Paperboy, Soup Boy, will be here as well till 5:30. And then, uh, depending on how the game's going, we do have a uh, Mark Brown interview that you have that we can run as well. O's uh, dropped a tough one last night to the Yankees, but playing great, coming off a sweep of the Blue Jays before that. So uh, 
We'll talk to Mark Brown, Guy O's, and the Yankees coming up tonight on Pirate Radio. Bit of a topic switch from Robert on YouTube, Chandler. He says, Panther staff high on Bryce Young. Said he was 10 out of 10, even correct plays in meetings. Um, you following any off-season Bryce Young stuff right now? I've been seeing some videos. I've been seeing um, mostly lately uh, Matt Corral and his situation that he's, that he's in right now. Uh, being the uh, second pick in the draft last year, a guy they traded up for, a guy that got hurt in preseason and missed all of last year, a guy that saw a number one pick fall into the lap of the Panthers uh, with a trade. And uh, they picked Bryce Young, as you can see the cloud in the background yeah. there. So Beautiful piece of hitting, by the way, by Barini. Uh, but so uh, lately, I've been seeing Matt Crowell basically saying that you know he's taking every opportunity he's getting. He's still hanging in there because I believe everybody knows in the in that Panthers uh, in the Bank of America Stadium that Bryce Young's going to be the quarterback. So um, I've seen videos of Bryce Young, and of course, the videos I've seen, he's very very small. Uh, I've seen videos of the offense lineman standing up and he completely disappearing behind his offense line. Uh, but I've seen a lot of praise from Frank Reich and the quarterback coach for the Panthers, which is? Quarterback coach for the Panthers is Ken Dorsey. Long, well, he used to be the quarterback coach for the Panthers. Longtime quarterback journeyman in the NFL. McCown. Josh McCown, McCown has been saying a lot of great things about Bryce Young. Even before he was hired as the Panthers quarterback coach, uh, he did a podcast or did something uh, having high, high praise for Bryce Young. A white guy did a podcast? Mm-hmm. Man. So, uh, but yeah, I, I, I've been seeing a lot of good things out of Bryce Young, which I would hope that that's what I would see. But the thing that I, a lot of people got out of him in the combine is those, uh, I guess, those IQ tests for football players. He he scored probably one of the highest in the combine, especially at the quarterback position. So he's a nerd. Uh, he's just a he likes to um, he likes to study. I, I actually saw a comparison to Luke Keekley about something how much you, he likes to how much he likes to study the game. As a beta club guy, something you can relate to. Absolutely. Yeah. We got a mound visit, Chandler. I'm thinking about bringing my beta club framed, um, basically my recognition of being in the beta club, mm-hmm. and putting it in my office. You should. Do you have your ECU diploma in there? Uh, mine's that home uh, place right beside my dad's. Oh, nice. Which I like looking at when I go home. I take pride in that. Mine is in a uh, like a drawer somewhere. Nah, man. You got to show that thing. I gotta Get sh- that thing out and show it to the people. I got to show it off. Show it out. Uh, Chris said, not jinxing it, but future radar shows nasty weather within the hour over Clearwater. Um, Shirley, what does Cliff Godwin think about Chris giving us a weather report on this baseball I don't care game? about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Thank you. There you go, Chris. Does that answer? Take that, Chris. Take that, Chris. With your booty. I still forgot to put Chris's uh, booty, booty, booty into our song. I promise I'll do that, Chris. I owe you, I owe you that, Chris. You know, I, I asked for more runs earlier. Yeah. I'm going to ask for more runs now as the Pirates have the bases juiced. With star the, man. With the leadoff man, the star man, up to the plate. 1-0. The 1-0. Didn't know what uh. it was. The lights were low. Oh, oh. I lean back on my radio. Oh, oh. Here's Starman at the plate. One and one. The pitch. 
breaking ball in the dirt, and he gets away from the catcher. My gosh. Well, he got away from him because he kicked it. He kicked it away from himself. Kick, save, and a beauty. Pirates up 5-2 in the third. Zach Root's still working for ECU, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, hopefully we'll see him in the fourth. You want to use the minimum amount of pitchers today. Yeah, the question, I guess, is who will be that guy that has to come in to relieve? Wow. Starman almost took one off the face. Uh, let's do a, uh, let's do a uh, I guess, guess the reliever. <laughs> Who's going to come in for the Pirates? Jake guy? Hunter. Jake Hunter. Nah. Uh, um, I think Brat. Uh, Brat. I think he might get a. He, I don't, oh. Mm. I think he. So came Brad in, came in and threw like three pitches yesterday, that right? That was it. Yeah. Sailor? Sailor didn't work that much, did he? I thought Sailor has 40 some pitches. He did. I could be wrong on that. So Richie had 40 some. Danny Beal had 40 some. I, Sailor didn't throw that much, I don't think. I might be Bad wrong. Bad throw laser throw man. wow <laughs> Starman grounds out to end the inning so it is ECU 5 Cincinnati 2 as we head to the fourth inning man I look you got three runs there I just hate leaving the inning with the bases juiced leaving quackers on the pond you could have scored eight runs in that inning but when the bases are juiced remember yesterday when the Pirates had a lead and had chances to to get a little Brandon Manning Farm Bureau insurance mm-hmm. and uh, couldn't do it. It hurt. Pirates had the AMAC at third, I remember. And was it Starling at the plate? Starling or Cunningham, I want to say? Was that the situation? In where... the 10th inning? Yeah. Yeah. First and third, yeah. had the AMAC at third, yeah. 90 feet away. Every time I think of 90 feet away from a win, what do I think of? 90 feet from a win? Mm-hmm. From a big win. When you think of the uh, Texas Tech Super do Regional? Do I? Absolutely. What do you think about it? I think a lot about it. You know what I was doing uh, that day? Buh. Oh, yeah. You were with Mully doing a Buh. We were on travel the, ball team? We were on the way home from Winston-Salem, Buh. We were trying to pick it up on the radio. Signal was a little fuzzy coming mm. through, and... We stopped at a mall to go to a food court to find a television to watch the game, to watch the late innings. And did it go into extras? Did you watch Eric Tyler's uh, home run, bud? I don't remember. I don't remember a lot of runs happening while we were watching late in the game. Did it go to extra innings? I believe it did. Because I think we, I know we, headed back home while the game was still going on because we thought it was going to be over, but it kept going. So we got back on the road, and buh, the (laughs) Pirates lost while we were in route back to, I feel like we were coming into Pitt County when the Pirates lost that game. Man, thanks for uh, coming in, Mully. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) It's great having you in here. I guess. I wouldn't say it was great. I'd say it was a. Uh, I'd say it was fair. Hmm. I'd say it was average. So in that third game, the third game got away from them, uh, eleven to nothing. Texas Tech. Third game wasn't uh wasn't no fun, but first game uh, Evan Krasinski pitched just like thirty minutes after he got drafted, and I want to say Travis Watkins hit a home run, and he might have hit two 
in game one. Ah, that's stupid. So the Pirates were the home team in that uh, game two also because mm-hmm. they could have walled it off. How many innings they played, Chandler? 13. Man. Texas Tech won by two. Yeah. So Three to one. Three to one. Zach Root Ooh, pitching. Boy. It's off the end of the bat. That is a ugly cloud. Hey! Man. Another blooper. How about a little effort there? Ooh. Effort. Chandler is to the point. Are you calling out effort for this pirate team? Who uh, didn't show it? Uh, JJC. All right. Something you can ask him about next time he's on. First thing switch. Wow. This guy. I'm just saying. Maybe, maybe, I know your balls are busted, but just trying to make a flight kit. Lay out for it. Chandler Honeycutt is done. No. No. You're done. Oh, my God. Now you're going to. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was a reference. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Jamie says, Molly, I'm tired of sandwiches being used as props. Eric said, Captain Mullis, thank God you arrived so quickly. (laughs) They're having too much fun out there. Arrest them now. (laughs) Go to hell. Hey, folks, for those that were legitimately upset about the the sandwich thing yesterday, and there's not many, but there are some on Facebook and other places, this isn't war. These 18 to 23-year-olds are not dying for our country while we sit around and scratch our nuggets. Mm. They're just they're playing baseball. They're having fun. If you think they should be more like uh, big leaguers to take it serious, have you seen the stupid things that adults do in big league baseball where they blow a bubble and then put the gum on a guy's hat and laugh like it's funny? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's baseball. Two straight singles to start at the top of the fourth. One of the dumbest comments was, <laughs> and I love this one, maybe you should focus more on closing out a game than feeding a sandwich to your teammate which it was in the top the bottom of the first game <laughs> or the bottom of the first and you're losing two yeah. to one yeah how are you gonna close out a game in the first inning when you're down by one dumbass Whoa. cliff godwin on his way to the plate I who will say, it be I should say mound you're going uh brat who's left in the pirate bullpen i'm gonna go brat i'm just thinking of a guy that didn't throw that much yesterday i don't know if you should bring bring a guy in brat named brat could it be Jaden winter so close to the food situation from yesterday root goes three innings could not record an out in the fourth i think it's land again again landing more, again, more again. like landing again <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Let's see. This Gin's going to be landing on the mound here shortly, it looks like. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, my God. Is that what Diaz? <laughs> Starling spits. A-Mac rubs his nuts. And that's baseball, Cocahones. folks. Cocahones. We just got a great shot of spitting and crotch scratching. Right? And they never showed who was coming out of the bullpen. Golly. What kind of camera work what was that? Doing? 
Hey, uh, hey, Jim, are you on camera three? All right, give me a tight shot of Alec Makarevich scratching his crotch. Oh, uh, hey, Starling spitting. All right, it's, uh, number 10 looks like he's about to spit. Let's show that. Hey, Jeff, do you want to show the pitcher coming out of the bullpen? No, <laughs> I want crotch scratches and spits. Cojones. This is it's baseball. It's two little butt I, cheeks. This is, this is America's pastime. This is what makes the plus great. Jeff, you sure he's running out of the bullpen? No, no. Dad likes nothing more than smelling his own fart. We want crotch scratches and spits. Crap! Showed that camera view the entire time. We still don't know who's coming into the game. They used eight yards. ECU fans want to know who's up next. I don't care. I do not care. Ninety-nine is scratching his cup as we speak. Keep it locked in. Zoom. Give me a zoom. Give me a tight shot. Tight shot. Camera two. Tight shot. Now. Now. They come back from the break and they're still showing people spitting in the. Uh, <laughs> keep on, keep on showing the spit. Keep on showing the spit. There was a great spit scene in uh, Naked Gun right before Joe West said his quarter of a million dollar line in that movie. Commercial break. Commercial. I tell you what, I don't think I have seen today. I might be lying. I think I might have seen it. The American Gladiators promo. Have we seen that yet? They showed it forty-two seven times yesterday. I'm not going to Twitter. I'm not going to look up who's going in either. Uh, I'm looking at the com- I want to see some of the comments yesterday. On what? The uh, I want to see if there was more comments about people saying, like, uh, yeah. less eating, more focus on the game. Yeah. My wife showed me a few on the gram. All right. We're back. And look, we got a wide shot of the entire state of Florida. Wide so shot. we can't see. Wide shot. Show the wide shot. Do you want to see who's in the game? No. Give Stay me. like this the whole game. What the hell game. is going on we right here? Uh, Goodyear blimp cam. Goodyear blimp. All right. It is him again. It is Landon again. It's the Burrow kid. Gold's Burrow. Jeez Louise. Thank you. He didn't look his best yesterday. I like it. Because you know what I like? I like a bounce back. I love a good bounce back. Double nickel. Let's go double nickel. Double nick. What do you say, kid? Come on, kid. Hum, five, kid. Five, five, five. Hum, kid. Here we go. Landon Ginn takes a stroll off the mound, looks to the God. sky, stares down the guy standing at second, walks backwards, says, who's your daddy? And says, watch this. And hopefully he's looking at us, the sky at a he dead... He rubs his crotch. A dead relative saying... <laughs> Where's Bob Costas when you need him? The up pitch. Good oh, breaking ball for nasty. strike one. Nasty. Mr. Nasty, if you're nasty. <laughs> Mr. Ginn, if you're nasty. Haven't heard much from Janet Jackson lately. What's she up to these days? What is Janet Jackson doing with her life? What is Janet doing with her life? Ginn quickly up 0-2 in the count after a swing and a miss. Cliff Godwin has the playoff beard going. What have you done for her lately? For Janet? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I'll give her a YouTube view later. I'll watch her and Busta Rhymes singing, Gonna make, gonna make, gonna make your body, man. Breaking ball outside, one and two the count. Pirates up five to two as they play in the fourth. We are awaiting the arrival of Soup Boy, Patrick Mason, who will join us here. And my God, Chandler, look at the skies. Oh Holy my gosh! Crap. That is like get it now. War of the war. Of Stay the... on the. Oh man! <laughs> so, 
Oh, oh no. no. Hard ground ball eats up Barini. Go ahead, run. It's coming to the plate. And we're going to have bases loaded, and we'll see if they score that a hit or an error. You got to make the play, but it definitely was a tough ground ball. God, right there. Look. Oh, my gosh. That's scary. That is like nighttime. I'm scared. I ain't even there. That is a hot shot, Debrini. You're a hot mess. I know. That weather's about to be a hot mess. Man. Jeez Louise. That is nasty. We got... Mm. Bases loaded, nobody outs. East Carolina up three, Cincinnati batting in the top of the fourth inning. <clears throat> Man, if you're Cincinnati, if Chandler Honeycutt was a Cincinnati fan, he'd be saying, you got to get some runs in here. Yeah. Bases loaded, take advantage of the opportunity, of the opportunity. Hey, we're having a baseball game. No matter if it's about to literally have a hurricane here in Clearwater, Florida. We're having a baseball game. We're having a freaking game. We're having a freaking game. We got, the bla- game. we got the bases loaded. This is a good opportunity. Excitement time. But if you're East Carolina, East Carolina, you want to limit the damage here. And that is exactly what Landon again is trying to do. The 1-1. One, one. Breaking ball outside. Good gracious alive. I'll take it, but that was not a strike. Well, he's one calling it. He been calling it. Low outside, but he says, ah! The cloud, the, it's literally gotten even worse. <laughs> it's, it's gotten worse. It is darker than While like, goes. That is one of the creepiest things I've ever seen, man. I would be terrified. Oh, boy. And that is tough, Jeff. That ball's gone. They lead with no outs. Grand salami as Patrick Mason comes into the studio. Patrick gives us a nonchalant head nod as Cincinnati hits a grand slam. Grand slam. (laughs) Come on in. Come on in, Patrick. (laughs) Patrick's like, hey, guys. Hey, everything going good, guys? Hey, guys. As Cincinnati hits a granny. (laughs) To take a 6-5 lead. If you watch Community or you know the meme, uh, Donald Glover walks in with the pizza and everything's on fire in the room. That's Patrick Mason right now. What's up, P. Mace? Hey, how's it going? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> Cincinnati takes the lead. Have you seen the sky in the background, Patrick? It is gnarly. <laughs> it looks like a freaking disaster movie. Well, it was and, pretty and, bad weather at the end of yesterday, right? So it looks sunny oh, right there. Goodness. I guess straight up, as Chandler I, said, nighttime. It, yeah, that looks really bad. <laughs> and, the and I believe it's coming around the time you should be leaving the show about 5 30 i think that's what the timeline said earlier but off in the distance it looks awful well when i was walking up getting out of my car you know they got the audio on outside here in the parking lot and i hear chandler's voice say well you'd like to limit the damage here <laughs> and then i walk into <laughs> to a grand <laughs> yeah. slam you literally so. walk in and go hi yeah. hey <laughs> and you are they limiting the damage <laughs> no has, has the damage been limited no it <laughs> no, has it been has maximized <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Uh, Patrick Mason going to join us for the next hour here on the show. That is picturesque. That is nothing compared show to the right field. Right field. <laughs> man. Florida, man. Even the lighting of the stadium and the game right now is just weird. And this ump <laughs> continues to just call everything a strike. And now I think you've got Cincinnati people complaining. Rightly so. But it's like, dude, I'll say this. He's called it all game. Mm. He's been way crazy the entire game. Mm. All right. 
take a break. Come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live. No out. Pirates losing six to five. Man. Look out below. Watch your time go right out the window. Try to hold on to And this is the way we do. Proud Mary. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency for maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk. Towns Insurance Advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Bad news. Well, double bad news. You want the bad news or the bad news? I want the bad news. First. Bad news is East Carolina trails Cincinnati 6-5. to five. In the bottom of the fourth, uh, the good news—I got some good news sprinkled in. It's not an official game, so they're going to have to continue the game with the Pirates trailing six to five. But the bad, other bad news is they uh, have got the tarp out, and they are going to tarp this field, and it looks like a disaster movie uh, with the clouds in the sky. So we'll see what happens. You, you look at left field; it's nice, and you got some clouds, but I see some blue sky. That camera shot to right field looks uh horrible so luckily uh nobody's really in the stands anyway so not a lot of people have to seek shelter haven't seen bb at this game i wonder if he planned a beach day like in the seventh <laughs> inning yesterday and he had to make his beach reservation so he's not at the game today what if not he does a- like a live remote from the beach as he's getting pounded by rain and lightnings all around him <laughs> bad <laughs> day to be at the beach so, yeah, that's where we are right now. Um, Jamie says, why isn't Patrick in Florida? Um, that, that's a good question. Well, I, I don't know if the paper has uh, traveled recently out to the tournament. I know I didn't do it last year. I'm not sure if I did it previously. Um, but we will be out there at uh, wherever the regionals held. Yeah, and uh, you said you wouldn't hate to travel somewhere and yeah. go to some destination, and that could be in your future now. Yeah, I'm always down to go to different baseball parks and check it out. Uh, Susan says, why weather delay with no rain? Why? I'm going to guess lightning. Yeah, they, they must have saw some lightning because it, it looked really, really dark. Lightning in the area. Everybody remain calm. Uh, let's see. Eric's got a dumb joke. Ready? Do you know what they should do if it starts raining cats and dogs in Clearwater? Seek shelters. Yeah. Right, that's... Eric, even by your standards, that's not Dude. very good. It makes sense, though. It's you know. It does. <laughs> okay. Y'all, y'all are on board with it? Huh? Yeah, I'm on board. We had a slew of hot dog it's jokes yesterday joke. when we thought that hot dogs uh, was the thing being served to Jacob Starling. Uh, then it went to PB&J, and I found out last night a close source to the sandwich told me it was a number eight from Jersey Mike's <laughs> that Josh Groves was eating on. 
and then passed along to Jacob Starling. Kaz says, nice hat, Patrick. Yeah, thank you. Does kind of bum me out that you have a cooler Braves hat than I do. That's <laughs> kind you're of a Braves fan. Yeah, it's like a shot. Although I wear that cool White Sox hat a lot that, while you're that's around. That's true, yeah. So is that like your payback? Yeah, actually, I didn't even think about it. I'm definitely sticking to teeth, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, what a response to my uh i'm it's like i made a diss track and you came back with a stronger one that's right you know vaselined <laughs> me here ice cube yeah all right uh so patrick how do you begin to describe what happened in yesterday's game yeah that was just the the way south florida hit the ball so they had 19 hits and 18 were singles and which i thought that was the, the craziest part because just everything they hit it wasn't like a mammoth you know shot to the wall it was these balls were finding ways to get in everywhere you know they're beating the shift they're hitting the ball you know just out of the reach somewhere they're hitting I don't, it, it was it was just crazy it, it never stopped so uh, yeah how about this i'm looking at this now patrick uh blake eason on twitter did some research home runs allowed by east carolina 2018 34 2019 46 10 in the covid year 43 in 2021 2022 77 he says as of today i think we've given up 70 this season Hmm. so that is a huge increase uh from 2021 it really is um you know and actually earlier this year I was noticing it was Josh Gross and even even Trey Savage. The only way that those guys would get beat was with a home run. Yeah, like right. you know they wouldn't get you know people wouldn't string hits together against them, but they'd give up a home run. And uh, yeah, I, I just wonder if a lot of teams are saying, "Hey, man, this guy's got a lot of stuff, and I'm just going to swing at every fastball, try to ambush stuff." And I wonder if that's just the result of that. Definitely be something to ask though and follow up on for sure heading into the postseason. Yeah, it reminds me, we talked to Molly about the Cincinnati team and how they swing for the downs every time, and you saw that home run off of Root uh, Chandler, where the guy is just taking like home run derby hacks at yeah. it. Even his stance, like, has that home run derby style. Like, maybe it's not his regular stance uh, in a regular game, but that's his actual stance. And it's like he's going to be shooting for the fences every single time. And that time it paid off. So it's almost like uh, when teams just shoot a ton of threes in basketball. And, you know, if you just hit more, it's going to work. It's kind of like that with home runs. Uh, Interesting comment here. Shall I read this one on here? Loyal listener Stephen Igo says college baseball in general has seen a major uptick in homers this year. So interesting across the board. Thanks for tuning in. What is uh, what's Stephen doing now? He used to come on the show on Wednesdays, didn't he? Yeah. What happened to him? I don't know. I'm glad he's still with us. But uh, I think he's got another kid on the way. Do you, uh, do you think that the pitch clock has anything to do with it, Patrick? Why are you changing the subject? We're doing a bit here. <laughs> Well, it is a. You think it that run its course? <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> what are you closing our all of our bits now? What gives you the right? Who I'm, do you think I'm, you I'm are? Closing the closing the book on that. <laughs> <laughs> all right then, Patrick You're not Mason. That guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. <laughs> all right, we'll move on. Uh, the pitch clock. Talk. Speak on that. I was just gonna say, I mean, just you see it in Major League Baseball too, guys. Just when they get in trouble, you just gotta you gotta throw, you gotta throw more often, quicker. You gotta get to the plate, and I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Who was it? Uh, Groves saying there. So in road ballparks, they have the clock up, like they don't have it at Clark Leclerc yet. Mm-hmm. And I think no, it might have been Spivey. It was one of the pitchers we were talking to, and they said, uh, "Hey, I looked up. It was Spivey, and I've got like Four seven seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah, whatever." And he's like, dang, I gotta, I gotta get this thing over, you know, thrown. So there, maybe I, I, I don't know how many you could factor into that, but 
I think if you're looking for answers, that could certainly be one of them. I think I remember when uh, media day. Remember when Cliff was talking about that, and he said, you know, it's not a rule where we don't have to have that that in the stadium yet until next year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's got to play a little bit of a mental mental thing. Yeah, and there will be a clock next year for uh, all to see. I guess there will be one in the outfield and one behind the plate. Yep. So dual action. All right, weather delay in effect. Let's see if we can name the athletes. Derek Jeter, Shohei Otani, guy for the Brewers. <laughs> Is this another bit I, I, can't, I can't shut down? <laughs> no, see see if you can name the people, Patrick. <laughs> Who we got? I saw Rory McIlroy. Was that Rory? Yeah. Peyton Manning. Good job, oh, man. Eli Manning, Tom Brady. Mike, uh, Chris Paul. Chris Paul. I almost said Mike Conley. <laughs> Uh, all right, Patrick, what do you want to talk about? So this is like an official review. I get two, like kind of like shutting down bits. I get, I get two per segment. I about burned both of them just there. So. <laughs> You're going to save your next one? Well, Chandler's yeah. taking over in uh, at 5 o'clock, so you might want to save one for yeah, Chandler. You're right, you're right, you're right. All right. Well, but, uh, give us some good talking points for the 5 o'clock hour. Talk about soup, I guess? Yeah. Uh, things to talk about with <laughs> is that Patrick what we Mason. do? We're just, just uh, right soup. Bullet points. Soup. soup. White Sox update. They're playing good. Um, Save it for five o'clock. <laughs> don't don't empty the tank yet. Patrick, guess what I had for dinner on Sunday night? Eggplant parmesan, lobster bisque from Walmart. Yes. twice in one week. See, you go back to it. It's really yeah. good. And I was amazed at the selection they have. Like, I want to try the kicking chowder chicken. Okay. Kicking chicken chowder. Yeah, I did see that there too. I haven't tried it. Though. I want to try the broccoli and cheese or whatever. They have a potato one, mm-hmm. so I want to. I want to kind of. I want to try them all. Yeah, if you can get good lobster bisque like that, it's. I know, man. It's it is good. Yeah, I know. It says Walmart. I know it's under three dollars. Yeah. So people are like, I don't know, about that. but uh, man, it, it's worth the try. You know, you spent three dollars or worse, three dollars on a lot of things than that. Um, Tyler's got a, a talking point for us. He said thoughts on Fast and Furious Ten. I think I watched the first ever Fast and Furious back in like 2000 or whatever. I have not seen one since. However, I'm a big fan of the comedy podcast, How Did This Get Made? with Paul Shear, June Diane, Rayful, uh, Rayfield, and uh, Jason Manzukas. And they have talked about all those movies. And I've listened to all those multiple times. So I feel like I've seen them all, but I haven't watched them. <laughs> So, first of all, Patrick, how many of the Fast and Furious films have you seen? So, I'm going to lose all my credibility here because the only Fast and Furious movie I've seen is Tokyo Drift, which is like the spinoff, sort of. It's, it's like a the, prequel. Yeah, it's thing, like right? in the series, but it's not with all the dudes. So Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some when it's on like TNT or something on like a Saturday afternoon. And I've caught a little bit, but I've never watched them start to finish. Uh, Chandler, I'm going to guess you haven't seen any of them. Nope. <laughs> not on one. <laughs> Just a straight no. So, sorry, Tyler. Uh, we are not family men. We're not I have Indian. seen all but the oh, most hey, recent here one. Here we go. Really? Yeah. All right. So I haven't seen uh, 10, I believe. Will you watch it in the theater or wait till it gets home? Um,. It depend. Do you know what the release date is on it? On the movie, out. I mean, it's out. I feel like those are good already? theater movies. I, yes, there are certain movies that I feel like, like Top Gun, when Maverick yeah. came out, you had to go to the movie theater. Yep. The Transformer movies, I know some people don't like them very much. I do, and I have to watch them in the movie theater. Fast and uh, Fast and Furious, yes. Surely, yes. 
we get off at six you save upload the show feed your fish whatever we are 2.6 miles away from amc fire tower 12 and it starts at 6 30 so you can head on over there <laughs> i can't i can't do it tonight but i will go you can see. if you drive fast and furious well i yes <laughs> gotta get in the but, mood or you can go to seven yeah but you gotta also remember too the kind of car i drive i cannot drive fast and furious right. in that bad boy Seven forty-five. i can't go i have things to do to <laughs> 8 30 i'm prepping for my trip this weekend i've got stuff to do come on vin diesel would be very disappointed in you shirley so they got like john cena in these movies now the john rock cena! yeah i guess so jason statham i believe jason Th- in this most recent uh edition they've got um the mandalorian oh, guy, right? oh mandalorian Is yes he in it? brie larson aka captain marvel who's the um uh it's not scarlett johansson i get her and the other one mixed up all the time and oh i'm oh who are you thinking of? what is her no i'm name? thinking of the older um mature woman who is a very acclaimed actress that was in one of these <sighs> mm. see I'm, I'm tokyo drift only i'm lost uh charlize theron <laughs> thank is you them. that's it that's the one i was thinking of but uh, who's the older woman shirley the older woman yeah the, i just uh, want to watch mad max fury road again what, you, are you talking about jason <laughs> statham's mom in the movie maybe i don't know i haven't seen it i just know she's in it helen is it helen helen mira hey, mirin helen mirin yes helen i'm Mirren sorry is in yes. one of these movies which i love her which I is love pretty her. awesome that it started out with this dumb like <laughs> premise and has turned into a franchise like this yeah, and one day maybe i will watch them all but again i feel like i have seen all of them also I, a cameo uh in fast 10 by one paul walker's daughter meadow hmm. she actually makes a cameo appearance meadow in soprano the no okay meadow walker uh paul walker's daughter chad says tokyo drift is the best he also says have you watched the new white men can't jump no chad and i won't i've heard it was good though i will not i've heard it was good i heard the opposite really i've heard that it was really bad and sometimes in my opinion tokyo drift i did not like it yeah because a lot of like people who like the series don't like tokyo drift but i saw it and i enjoyed it i I mean in terms of the cars and and that kind of thing yes i liked it but when it came to i mean fast and furious is not known for their plot lines let's (laughs) let's face it here but it just seemed like when it came to plot lines and the guy that was in the movie that had just had the worst southern accent i've ever heard in my life he was like the friday night lights guy right yeah he he was just billy bob thornton no. no, he was like the kid, the quarterback or the kid in the in the movie. He's in NCIS uh, New Orleans Gibbs. now. No, no, no. <laughs> he's, he's an officer on. Uh, he plays an officer on NCIS New Orleans, but he just had this terrible accent, and I could not get past it. The cars were really cool, though. I'm sorry yeah. to go old man here, but like I just I've already seen White Men Can't Jump. If they're doing a, con- is it a continuation? I think they're just making the movie over. I think again, it's a right? reboot. Yeah, like. Like the, um, I, I, it took me a long time to watch Creed. Not be, not because I was like protesting that or anything, but I like a movie franchise that is a continuation onto something, not a total remake. And I like the Creed movies. I've watched one and two now. Yeah, Creed was good. I haven't seen three. It kind of found its own lane too. I think it was, right. It, it was it didn't uh, like step on you know the previous stuff. I agree. It was a good mix yeah. of continuing a story but also making a new story. Mm-hmm. So, all right, good talk. Well, that's that's kind of how like Top Gun Maverick was a continuation of the first one, 
and I just I, I even though that's technically referred to as a sequel, but I, I don't like reboots. I have I don't recall thinking of a reboot that I can think of right now that was as good, if not better, than the original. I just think that a lot of people, television producers and whatnot, are running out of ideas and there's plenty of ideas out there that are kind of on you know on the fringe that are just kind of not necessarily the norm in terms of tv ideas but interesting and kind of off the cuff but would probably be a little bit more entertaining than trying to rehash something from way back when that was successful back then but maybe would not do so today brandon wants to talk baseball he said hopefully during this weather delay ecu will practice pitching because giving up leads, ending at inning after inning, is ridiculous. I could never be a coach. I would be fired. <laughs> well, I like that you at least have the self awareness to know you can't be a coach. But Brandon, I don't think they're going to have a pitching clinic during this, uh, this no. delay. No, probably just get some rest. Yeah. that's the thing. Like yesterday, they got beat, Eat but all of the like those are the exact pitchers you want on the mound. Those are the guys that have been awesome for you all year. You know, I know. Not to mention, I, uh, you know. It's not like Cliff put in someone who you're The game against Campbell. You got Carter Spivey up there with right. the lead. That's the situation you want to be in. Hey, Yesterday, absolutely. you've got Wyatt Lunsford-Shinkman, right? And like, all right, shut him down. And hey, we don't have to use Garrett Saylor today. And then Saylor comes in. And he, like, these are the guys you want up there. Yep. Our guys, as bad as you think they are, are better than a lot of uh, the other guys we see in the league and across college baseball and I don't know. I tip your cap to the other team. I don't know. Uh, it's frustrating, but Pirates can yeah, get it, it done is yesterday. Frustrating. But I mean, there's something to it. Trying to beat a team four times in a row is difficult. Just it just mm-hmm. is. I know. It just, it just in that proximity, it's just a lot. Yeah, but what's tougher, beating a bad team four times in a row or a good team once? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe even think about know. that. Uh, Cannon on Facebook is asking what time think they are going to start back. I think that I don't know, Cannon, and if we uh, do get a word, I'll let you know. I guess I can reach out to some folks in Clearwater. It'll be a little weird. I mean, lightning's funky because you got to yeah. wait thirty minutes to the last. Yeah, month. it's it's usually it's thirty minutes per lightning strike. Right. I believe it's it just like restarts the clock. Yeah. yeah. So we're looking at a little time here. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Uh, more to go. P Mace, Chan Man, Shirley Rhodes, Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. And this is the way we do. Proud Mary. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. 
Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations, serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right, why doesn't ESPN Plus throw it to like a 30 for 30 or something? Why do they have to show the same thing over and over again during a delay? Chandler was about to lose his mind, so we had to turn it to NFL Live. Throw up a Mama's Family or Sanford and Son, Andy Griffith Show, like the old TBS days. All right, thanks for rolling along with us here on YouTube, Facebook. We still have 13 more watchers than we have likes on YouTube. Smash the likes. Let's get some likes going here. Get them going on Facebook. Appreciate y'all tuning in. By the way, if you're just tuning in, Pirates lead it, uh, sorry, Pirates trail it 6-5 to five in the fourth inning, and they are in a weather delay down in Clearwater. Uh, Jamie says, I don't think Chandler can handle hour three with the way he's yawning. And then he said, now Patrick yawning. Wake up. Did y'all get a bad night's sleep last night? It was that ESPN Plus slideshow. That <laughs> no, it literally me. was. <laughs> Watching Derek Jeter pop up every minute and a half really no, got me tired. I feel like a million bucks right now. I'm, I'm awake. Um, <laughs> Mike P said, sorry, just hopping on. Uh, sorry if this has already been asked. What's the best soup for a delay? Oh, Patrick, what's a good delay soup? Rain delay soup now. Man, we're getting getting into it. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Lobster bisque. All right. Lobster from bisque. Walmart? From yes, Walmart. Yes, from Wally World. Just because it's nice and easy to heat up. Less than $3, folks. Yep, less than $3. Cannot beat it. Robert says, I don't get holding pitchers out. Knowing need to win a few to host a regional, which is a plus for us having home games zero now punctuation here i think i know what he's saying hold on i guess i'm asking what what pitchers were held out that you wanted to throw there's more games to be played like you gotta have a starter for the next game right. no matter what you're playing too i guess in robert's world he wants in the eighth yesterday you savage and in the ninth root or gross if he's not suspended for giving a mike's way sandwich to somebody but you you got there's more games there's more yep. games to play so I mean, you gotta you gotta trust your bullpen arms that have pitched a lot and pitched in big spots and and pitched well for you. And, and it just didn't happen yesterday. And in the post game interview, Cliff Godwin did say that Groves would have been available, you know, hypothetically if he didn't get thrown out out of the bullpen. So I mean, there's a potentially another arm, but that's something Josh Groves doesn't do. You know, he, he starts, and yeah. I mean, like you said, he, he's a great pitcher. He can use him for an inning, I guess. But that that's a game where you threw a lot of arms, you threw a lot of guys that you trust that have done this before, and it just didn't work out yesterday. It wasn't because they're holding back, you know, some some unnamed pitcher here. I talked to a source close to the sandwich situation last night, and like us, Groves was kind of like whatever that that was crazy uh, early on, and when the Pirates were winning, no big deal. And then after that eighth and ninth inning happened, it went to more, dang, I could be helping the team win right now. So yeah. it kind of went from a kind of joke thing to, uh, man, this really did hurt the Pirates. And who knows? I guess Groves was probably going to start today, maybe. I don't, I don't know if they were going to go the route or not. But he will be able to go on Friday if East Carolina can win this game. And Patrick, the way things are going, uh, the final score of this game is not going to be 6-5. to five. There right. are more runs to be had Plenty. in this game. But, I mean, both teams can hit. You've yep. seen that, and both teams' pitching staffs right now are, are allowing <clears> some <throat> runs. So, And we've seen after rain delays, too. It's like a whole different game. You know, It's a whole different vibe. It's a whole different everything when these two teams come back. And 
So, yeah, th this score will not say 6-5. to five. I'm pretty confident in that. We got a Big 12 tournament update from Kevin. He says Texas lost to Kansas in their tournament opener. Hmm. It happens everywhere, folks. It does. Not just Clearwater. Baseball, man. <laughs> Sometimes baseball just, just gets you. And ECU got got it Put last that night. on a shirt. Well, sometimes baseball gets you, but it, it does. Like you, no one saw South Florida doing that yesterday. No, nah. and they, I bet they didn't even see it. No, nah. where is the uh, Hispanic Titanic nowadays? He was drafted first, second round. What's his name? Melendez. Ivan Melendez. Yeah. Uh, Patrick, I saw a and Chandler. I saw a line for ECU Michigan. Ooh, we okay. Did it out last night. Did you see it? I didn't see it. No. What do you think Vegas. it is? 21 and a half. Whoa. Buddy, I got to tell you. What is it like? Not even close. 29? It's not in the not 30s, buddy, is it? Buddy, still not close. 38 and a half? Uh, go down. 36 and a half. Really? 36 no, that's, and a half. That's five touchdowns. And a half. And a half. And an extra extra Five point. touchdowns and another score. <laughs> Man. So, so essentially six scores. So... Uh, oof. I, I, don't, I guess I didn't expect it to open like that. No, I, I think I said 27 and a half yeah, my I was, recent. Yeah, I, I guess my initial guess of 21 was low, but I think we were kind of in the ballpark of like in the mid-20s-ish. But the, the thing is, though, while that sounds like a lot, I think we can see that game happening, too. Yeah. I got but it. at the same time, it's you can maybe see a tighter game. The first game of the year is always a little wonky. I went to ECU West Virginia. Now, this is John Thompson's West Virginia. Big difference. But it's on the road against the top five-ish team to start a season. And, you know, Pirates couldn't get a first down and just couldn't get a stop, couldn't do anything. And I think we're more competent than that. I think we can get a few stops, but... I'm I'm worried about offense, you know, heading up to Ann Arbor with all the question marks. Yeah, it's going to be super loud in there, you know, 100,000 plus fans in there yelling at you, but I guess the the thing you got to be a little bit excited about is the the offense for ECU is I think running back might be a strength just yeah. just real quick looking out, you know, early here. What are we in May? And I think that for whatever weight that carries can kind of help you out. It can kind of be a crutch in a what way. What do you, ball control them? Yeah, just a little And just now that the clock doesn't stop after a first yeah. down, <laughs> you go three yards, three yards, go for it, fourth and one. Yeah. There's a whole other series of downs. For sure. You could pop one here and just, just kind of get that possession going. I think that'll be a, a key. It's hard to say, you know, it's one of the keys to this game, but I think that has, you know, an ECU's favor, I would say. And, you know, at least the defense, even by all accounts, you know, flying around a little bit, maybe that might help, but... Yeah, 36 and a half is a little rough. Mm, that was uh, that was eye-opening. All right, I got to get out of here. I got to go uh, oh. support the fam. Chandler, Patrick, Shirley, we'll take you home here on a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. And I'll see you fine folks Thursday at 3 o'clock. Good to see y'all. Yeah, good All to right. see you. And uh, good luck to Lily and her friends and classmates, I guess, on her dance recital. Thank you. Hispanic Titanic, by the way, hitting 253 with seven home runs this minor league baseball season. Four? Single A? Is he in the same? The high A Hillsborough Hops. Wow! So there you go. Alright, Chandler Honeycutt takes over. More P-Mace, more to go after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike's on, or Jersey Mike's subs rather, on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line and pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Chandler Honeycutt. All righty. Welcome back into Pirate Radio Live, a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Hopefully a winning edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are still in a delay in Clearwater. Six to five is the score. And no, East Carolina does not have the lead. They did have the lead five to two. Until a four-run Grand Salami put the Bearcats in the lead, six to five. Right before that delay, right before the delay happened, Patrick, we were looking at the uh, TV and in the background. Every time they showed the outfield, that sky was uh, literally pitch black. Like it, it, we knew it was coming. There was no rain, so there must have been some lightning. But uh, we are in a delay right now, so waiting to resume that. Yeah, that looked very, very dark and not fun. Like that's one of those storms you look up and go, "That looks pretty scary." But, uh, hey, it has a nice ring to it. Host Chandler. That sounds nice. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I've done it a couple of times. It's been fun. But I uh, was hoping that we would be able to sit here and watch this baseball game. But there is uh, a delay going on. So, But uh, uh, I guess Clip did give me an idea of asking you about, you know, we can ask you about since the loss yesterday, the likeliness of hosting a regional, I guess, is kind of behind us now. And, uh Maybe what are some destination spots for the Pirates? And I believe if you're, if I'm not mistaken, you might, you're probably going to be traveling to yeah. wherever the Pirates may right. play. Where, where are some of those destinations you might see the Pirates be playing in the postseason this year? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be going on the road wherever they go, so that'll be fun. It'll take me back to the like football uh, season days where you're kind of following them around. That was some fun destinations for sure. But I feel like this stuff it changes so much. Like every single day, teams are losing, winning, so it, it changes a lot. I've seen a few different ones out there. I've recently started seeing Clemson. Um, you see, you could potentially get like the two seed there. Um, you know, Durham's been floated around. Um, I've seen Charlottesville. Um, so I mean, there's there's a few different ones out there. But I guess just you know, I think it the, the last game against Campbell, that last home game, that was such a fun atmosphere. That place was electric. You, I just feel like I, I want baseball, you know, inside Clark Leclerc as, yeah. as much as it could, just because that atmosphere was fun. But you know, if they go on the road, you know, it is what it is. Sometimes that's what you got to do. You know, you got to play your way into some things, and um, I, I think it'll be fun to see them on the road. They, they certainly have not played great as a team on the road necessarily uh, throughout the year. Played a little bit better as of late, but uh, I, I think going on the road could be fun, just seeing a different atmosphere, and maybe, maybe that's what this team needs a little bit—just a little bit of a shakeup. But uh, you know, it, it's certainly fun playing baseball here at home. Yeah, and as ECU fans, we're spoiled because I mean, postseason. When we think of postseason baseball for ECU, we think of being in Clark Leclerc Stadium for. The past four or five years, it's been in Clark LeClaire Stadium, and the atmospheres have been great. We've been spoiled this year with some regional-like atmospheres against yeah. uh, North Carolina, against NC State, even against Campbell. So, uh, you know, potentially not having that postseason in Greenville this year, it stinks. But the Pirates will be able to have a chance to go on the road and make some magic happen that we've seen before in college baseball. I think, you know, I think back to Coastal Carolina making their run. Um, they what they knocked the door down and at yeah. LSU, which mm-hmm. was really cool. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, where would you want to go? It looks like you're going to be going and, you know, yeah, some covering for the Daily Reflector. Where would you want to go? Um, I don't know. Maybe somewhere. Like, I always thought maybe Charlottesville could be cool. Because just remember that Virginia atmosphere last year um, when Zach Agnos was closing that game out? Yeah. I mean, that, that was insane. That was a lot of fun. I mean, I don't know much about how their baseball stadium set up. I, like I said, I saw a Clemson pop up here recently. Um, I'm not sure what's out there, what kind of town that is, but... Um, you know, South Carolina is, is not that far, and it's decent, but um, I don't know. I, I guess we'll, we'll see, but I'm kind of excited either way. The last time the Pirates went to Charlottesville for a regional, they were successful. They came out as the Charlottesville regional champions. They did have some help from some upsets in that in that, uh, in that that regional, um, but uh, they ended up going to Texas Tech, I believe. After that, they, they won the first game, were 90 feet away from Omaha in the second game, and then they got plummeled in the third game, 11 to nothing, a lot like that Texas situation last year. But uh, if, the, if, if Pirates go to Charlottesville, there'll be some you know positive memories there and hopefully be successful. If you go to Clemson, there's actually some ties down there. That'll be pretty interesting where Eric Backage is the head coach down okay, there now. Yeah. Um, you know, he used to be a teammate for uh, a teammate with Cliff Gowan, used to be coached under Keith LeClaire. So, uh, or, you know, um, so it, there will be some ties there. So that should be pretty cool, too. Yeah, it, it's so weird that we're already talking about this. I honestly, it's, I hate to be that guy, but man, I don't know where time went, but it does feel like not that long ago we were getting ready for that Texas Super Regional. And like, we're really just about, what, 11 months removed from that, almost 12 months. And yeah. It's so crazy. It's like, you know, we're, we're watching postseason baseball right now. And, and this stuff that's unfolding here in the tournament is really going to, it's going to play into, you know, what happens in the regionals. And it's weird because if any other team wins this this tournament besides ECU, you know, they get to go to the tournament as well. And which has got to be pretty fun for those teams because it's it's kind of been a down year for a lot of these squads, but um I mean, I, they're certainly not counting ECU out. I mean, they they've been in this spot before. They've been in one seed and lost this before and and went far, so um you know, they they just got to keep playing. Like like we said earlier, this game Six to five. I doubt that's going to be the final score. There's going to be no. some more runs scored in this thing. Yeah, it's six to five currently right now. If you're just now, now tuning in, ECU does trail Cincinnati six to five. They did have the lead five to two before a grand slam uh, put the Bearcats in front six to five. Then here comes the clouds. Here comes the lightning, and now here comes the rain. Because if you're wondering if we're going to be playing baseball anytime soon, I can tell you right now we will not. Because Brian <laughs> Bailey has just posted a video on Twitter, and he says it's coming down now. He'll have a live report on Channel Nine coming up at five twenty and at on six at six twenty on Channel Nine Sports. So it's coming down there, and the tarp is on the field, but the resume of uh, the continuation of this game is still up in the air. So uh, if we still have no baseball, which it looks like we will not have any baseball uh, in the near future, we do have uh, a Mark Brown chat with. Clip Brock is talking to Mark Brown. The O's are uh, playing the Yankees tonight. So uh, he'll be talking O's baseball with that. We'll throw that uh, to that interview later on. We won't do that right now. We'll, we'll talk to Patrick Mason for the next 15 minutes or so. But uh, Patrick, I guess when you go on the road for these regionals, you're going to have to be looking for some soup, right? Do you know? Where, <laughs> do you know in the United States who has the best soup? Do you know? I mean, how's I North Carolina know. soup? I don't know. You know, that's the thing. I don't know what if any state or any area does like soup well. I mean, you know, you have like different food groups. A lot of it's like barbecue, or they do, you know, 
I like I'm saying pizza or something or you know I, I never hear soup so I'm not sure I, I will tell you this though when I went to uh, Tulane on a when the football team played uh, New Orleans um, they had at the concession stand they had like gator bites and they had some kind of off the wall stuff which I thought was pretty cool but I've never seen like you know come try our soup here I, I may be like just you know missing some things but I don't know what area does soup well I guess you just gotta kind of find your spots and it's, I feel like it's usually just like little restaurants that I figured out but do you ever know. do you ever eat anything with soup? <laughs> like, I mean, besides crackers or anything, is there anything like on the side that you have to have, or do you just eat soup by itself? Yeah, you could definitely eat it by itself. But sand, I mean, a sandwich is always a good companion of, of, course. of the soup for sure. Um, I so guess a bisque, uh, you know, a good grilled cheese sandwich or something would go good with that. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's really good. And if you get a little wild, you can dip it in. So you know, there's some options you can do for sure. <laughs> I mean, look, I got to go try this Walmart soup that you, you guys keep talking about. The thing is, is that I'm not a seafood guy. I don't want anything. If I'm going to have soup, I don't want any, like this lobster bisque. I don't want. Do they have anything like. <laughs> like lobster bisque. Non-seafood. Yeah, there? yeah. I mean, they have other soups there. You know, like potato soup and. Oh, I'm a big know, potato that. soup yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. You could definitely find that. But I don't know. Like, I guess if you don't like it, maybe you won't like it. But you should give it a shot. It's pretty good. Man, I just, I need to get a hold of the, the Walmart. He did, Clip did bring in the lobster bisque. It looked appetizing, but it just, the name lobster being on the <laughs> kind of threw you ball, off a little it, bit. It throws me off. So I got to find some, uh, I got to find something that will, uh, that I will enjoy. So, but uh, have you been watching the NBA? Ba- have you been watching the NBA playoffs? Yeah, I've, I've been following a little bit. I'm actually like, obviously the, the Nuggets swept, um, and that, that was fine. I, I personally, I, I wanted to see LeBron, you know, get knocked out. You did? <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Are you I, a LeBron I, hater? Um, no, I'm not a hater. I, I definitely appreciate he's he's a really good basketball player, but I'm I'm just kind of I want to see someone else. You know, I, I was right. basically I was happy the Nuggets, you know, wiped him out. I did not want to see him go to the finals again. I'm so tired of those storylines. Um, and the Nuggets coach, I'm, I forget his name right now, but after the second game, he was saying like, "Hey guys, we're up two nothing. Jokic is doing stuff, putting up stat lines that no one's seen before." And the narrative is, you know, what, what's LeBron doing? LeBron's in a oh, good is spot. Oh, is he is he retiring? And yeah, stuff and it's like always. That. I'm like, man, I'm just so tired of this. So you know, I, it's fun to see some young bloods out there. I don't. Yeah. I want to see. Uh, I don't know if the NBA likes a Miami Denver finals, but. I think it could be pretty cool. I mean, watching Jimmy Butler do his thing, he's like God. people have been comparing him to like Kobe and stuff. And I mean, he, he's just he's been awesome. And looking back, it, I think the Heat have pulled off like the biggest rope a dope regular season of all time. They're in the play-in game. They had to win the second play-in game just to make it. Then they go and beat the Bucks. Then they're just steamrolling through. Besides everybody. Jimmy Butler, really, who is on that team? You like, got a old, you got old man Kevin Love on that Bam team. Bam Adebayo is pretty decent, but uh, Tyler Harrow broke his hand, right? So he's been out. I mean, they had some injuries. This Vincent guy has stepped up. Yeah. You got former Hornet Caleb Martin who's come in and, and is averaging around 15, 16 right. points in the playoffs. I mean, they've they've had guys have to step up, and they they sure have. And Eric Spolstra is a phenomenal coach. I mean. He actually surprised me. I remember when he was coaching the Heat back when LeBron was there. And remember, he was kind of like the next guy up. I forget who they got rid of. Um, and Eric Spolstra comes in and everyone, you know, what's this guy doing? Was that he, Pat Raleigh? Yeah. I don't know if he took, did he take over directly after him? I can't remember. But Maybe not. Um, either way, it was pretty close. But, I mean, he is a great coach. And it's just fun to see them kind of take this group. Because I heard a stat somewhere that they have five undrafted players on that roster and you know they're one win away from going to the finals so uh, it's, it's been a fun run to watch them and i've always appreciated jimmy butler as a bulls fan um the bulls drafted him at the end of the first round and i've kind of watched him grow up and just 
just become an absolute menace. And he's he's been tearing up the playoffs, so it's been fun to watch. Yeah, Mike, uh, Mike P says Rocky Mount's on Bam Adebayo. Uh, the story. Have you heard the story of Bam Adebayo coming to Greenville? I don't know about him. No, not coming to Greenville. I didn't so hear that. I actually wasn't. This is was before my time here in Greenville, but apparently he came on a visit uh, here in Menji's, and uh, a lot of people showed up. Um, and right before they turned the lights off for the lineups, and the lights wouldn't come back on. <laughs> so that was a good impression on a big star <laughs> yeah, recruit. Come on down. Guys. But apparently, I think Clip said like in the next, it was either a few days later. He there was a picture of him and uh, Calipari on a you know on a golf cart somewhere. So that's where everybody knew he was going to head to, and yep. not Menji's Coliseum. But um, but Boston down 3-0 in Miami. And they get it done yesterday. I know. And now, to me, Patrick, I really think that this, I think this series is going to get interesting because now you go back to Boston, you got to win under your belt. You have that feeling of winning a conference final game. You go back to the friendly confines of TD Garden. I guess that's what they still call it. Um, so if they, I, I really think it, it can. I think it's interesting now, but it'll get really interesting that they're able to get a win in the next game in game, uh, what game five? Yeah, I mean they might push it to six because, like you said, they could. They, I could definitely see them getting a win at home. But I feel like there's such a huge overreaction right now because I think I saw the Celtics were favored by like seven and a half, and it's like. In that in that third game, it looked like they quit, like they just gave up. And now, you know, they they steal a game in game four, and yeah. So this has, I mean, this could certainly go long, um, but I, I I I just really don't know. And it's so weird, like if if these if this series ends, say you know the next game, the NBA Finals won't start. They have like eight days off or something. Like, yeah, it, it's just so weird that layoff because they you know they book the TV times or whatever. But and that's kind of the same way in the hockey. I think it's three o three o in that in those two series too. Yeah. So. And hockey is usually not the sport you think about. That hockey is the one where it's randomness and it's, you know, tight series. And I've honestly been surprised to see the Canes. Uh, They've been fall so down. close. To, I'm not a hockey guy, but I have learned in you know in the past month or so of watching the playoffs that it's just a game of inches. I guess you could say that for a lot of sports. But the the Canes have been so close to so many goals, and they've they've looked like they've seen like the better team, but they just haven't been able to be on the winning side of things. So yeah, and to lose that four overtime game in the opener is such a backbreaker. Mm. Like whoever loses that, it's just got to feel terrible. You know, you battle for an extra entire game, and then another period, and then it's like, oh, we lost, and that's just a, that's that's terrible. Yeah, and <laughs> to just, bounce back from. Yeah, and to leave Raleigh 0-2, I mean. That stinks, and then you got to the pressure zone to get a road win, and then you fight to the end, and you know they they get a, a goal, and you're not able to get any other goals, and they've been just so close, I think. And uh, Ken Watson was on a while ago, and he said, you know, the 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 Canes are zero and three in this series, but they could easily be three and zero. They mm-hmm. you know if they wanted to, or if things went their way, but that's just not the case. But uh, we've got some soup talk in the uh, YouTube comments. We have. Uh, Mike P, I was asking like what places would have the best soup, and Mike P kind of makes a uh, this this makes sense. He says seems like the cold weather states would have better soup. What do you think? Yeah, that, that that's probably why I grew up enjoying it. I mean, just like the chowders and like the good hearty soups, I could definitely see that. So yeah, I'm I'm all about it because I mean people do balk at it if it's you know 90 degrees, no one wants to eat soup. So yeah, you know, got to stay warm somehow. Might as well eat your warmth. Uh, <laughs> Eric asks. He says. Um, which is better, Manhattan or New England clam chowder? I'm going New England because that, that's the white 
um, you know, creamy kind of soup. The Manhattan, I've I've What's only had Manhattan? it. I've only had it once, but it's more of like a uh, it's like tomato. It's like a red kind of. It's a red base soup, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I definitely like the New England version better. I don't know what this is, but Eric says Captain Wafers. Captain Wafers, I'm not sure. A close Captain's thing. Wafers is they're crackers. Oh yeah, like all right. That's what okay. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain's Wafers. And I guess that yeah, the crackers to go with the soup. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I always go with a saltine cracker with a soup. Yeah, saltine or just like oyster crackers. Is that like uh, the Captain's? Oyster crackers, I do okay. like. Yeah. yeah. What's your go-to soup, Shirley? Um, my go-to soup would be homemade chicken noodle. That's my favorite. Uh, my okay. best friend's mom used to make the best mm. chicken noodle soup. And I would throw in oyster crackers on top of it. So that's my favorite soup. I do like a broccoli and cheese. Um, I enjoy that. Um, I, other than that, I'm really not much of a soup person. Now, there is a soup that I make um, that is kind of unique. Um, we call it beef stew. It's not what you would traditionally think. It's a because it's very basic in terms of what's in it, and it's just potatoes, stew beef, and onions. It's oh, yeah, what I've you put. Mm. It's what you put in the broth that makes the the soup, and Elevates it was something it. my mom created. So it's a mixture of ketchup, a little bit of vinegar, Worcestershire, Worcestershire. sauce. This is what's going in the broth. That's what's going into the broth. A huh. one steak sauce. Um, and then if you want a little kick to it, you put some hot sauce in it. Okay. And you mix it up, and it is very, very good. And in the wintertime, it's one of my favorite things to have. I'm is, game. And I could, I could make a pot, and it could last me all week mm. in terms of, you know, um, like as far as a meal goes. It can last me all week. I love it. Is that something you would consume? Yes. Yeah, I would definitely give that a chance. Hmm. That sounds good. Maybe, uh, you know, one day when, you know, maybe it's not going to be as hot, because uh, I don't think we should wait to, all the way till the wintertime. So, <laughs> we need a little cold front but, to come wait, in. You know, on the day that you're going to be here, I might bring some in, okay. and, and uh, you can taste it live on the air. Yeah, we got to get clipping on this, too. Maybe we could do, like, a potluck soup or a little bit of soup off or something. I really think that we should have, like, a, and I know people don't usually like to see other people eat on video and stuff i don't <laughs> or really, hear I, it i don't i think that's or a big hear thing it. we can always turn the mic off while you try <laughs> that's true but i slurp in and chew in right and um but i think we really should do like some soup taste testing on live on the air turn yeah. the mics off so you, they don't hear the <laughs> slurping and the chewing and all that kind of stuff but because we can get an expertise review from you because you know yeah, your soup just imagine driving in your car and just hearing like chomping it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like all right no, and yeah. see i do chicken noodle soup uh, you know with a variety of noodles it doesn't necessarily yeah. have to be uh, like some people use uh i guess they call them the egg noodles um i also use it with elbow macaroni Ooh, interesting. um i also do uh occasionally and it's one of my favorites the very the small seashells Ooh, okay. the seashell uh, macaroni i i will do i will cook chicken noodle soup and use that as yeah. the noodle so I, i've done it several times. And of course you've got chicken and rice yeah. too but um i try it with different uh, macaronis or noodles as well you could probably get the broth to hide in like the little pocket and oh that, yeah that yeah, yeah that sounds really good now. yeah it gives you a little a little flavor shot there yeah when, you, when you're biting into it so yeah i i mm. i tinker with it you know i my mom uh grew up having to raise three kids on her own and so you know you had to 
sometimes you had to work with what you got and yeah. if you didn't have egg noodles but you happen to have a box of elbow macaroni you throw that in there and you you know hey it's chicken noodle soup it's the same thing that's right chicken so, and noodle yeah chicken and noodle and broth that's all you need yep a couple more comments before we let uh patrick mason go jr asked how do you feel about peanut soup i've actually never had peanut soup i don't i've never heard of that me but, but i do like so i i'll eat like peanut butter by the spoon so i mean i'll give it a shot but i've never had that i've never even heard of it to be honest with you hmm. i mean the soup. closest thing to peanut soup to me would be <clears throat> boiled peanuts yeah and i don't like boiled peanuts yeah that's not my favorite either and that's something i didn't even know existed till i moved down here oh yeah it's definitely that. a southern thing yeah for sure uh let's see robert says there's a certain sub uh food chain uh that we have one here in town he says that has a good soup the broccoli and cheese is the best Ooh, okay so uh because that's i think we've talked about it before but you can there's no like there's not many places you can just roll up and get soup right you can't go to the drive-thru window and order some soup uh chris floyd says uh lasagna one pot soup lasagna one pot soup google it made it last night good stuff so i don't know i'll add it i'll, I'll do some googling yeah do some googling add that to the list of things you need to google um jamie <laughs> says list. it's ever growing i do beef and noodles and beef broth egg noodles and tortellini and chicken broth with pesto seasoning mm. hey okay i can get down with that okay now pesto. i'm hungry yeah yeah this always happens. I'm like a lot hungry. Near the end of these segments, I just start getting starving. Then wow. I'm like, you know. We had a baseball game to watch and break down, but they decided to literally have a monsoon down in Clearwater. Yeah. So no baseball, but uh, we will. T- let's take a timeout and let's yeah, let let's Patrick Mason go. When we return, uh, we'll do we'll have some baseball content for you. Uh, Clip Brock caught up with Mark Brown with CamdenChat.com. They talk Orioles baseball, Orioles and Yankees coming up tonight right here on pirate radio uh so we'll let you hear that comment or that that conversation with clip and uh mark brown so stay tuned we'll have more for you when we return right after this listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women, whether it's dress, casual, or even formal occasions. Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington, Pirates supporting Pirates. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's your host, Chandler Honeycutt. All right, welcome back in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We just got done wrapping up with Patrick Mason of the Daily Reflector. We were hoping to watch some baseball, but we are not because it is a weather delay down in Clearwater, Florida. I am currently watching part of the interruption. 
not my favorite show in the world, but what else is there to watch? There is literally nothing else to watch. Uh, but if you're just now tuning in wondering what the score is, East Carolina is down to the Bearcats of Cincinnati 6-5 to five in Clearwater. They found themselves up 5-2, to two, and the next thing you know, in one swing of the bat, it was 6-5 to five after a grand slam put the Bearcats on top. So, uh, But uh, we're here in the Pirate Radio Studios just uh, um, waiting to get the cue from uh, Shirley Rhodes as uh, it will be the Orioles and the Yankees coming up tonight and my uh, Mark Brown with the CamdenChat.com was able to talk to Clip Brock, and their uh, conversation goes like this. All right, let's head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Mark Brown, CamdenChat.com. He joins us today on PRL. Mark, how you doing today, man? Clip, I'm doing pretty good. I've got the good news that the Orioles are 31-17 and 17 on the season so far this year. I think if anyone uh, before the season, if you came to them and said, hey, that's going to be their record on May the 24th. Uh, just about any Orioles fan would have been happy with that, I think. Of course, the bad news is the Orioles lost what felt like a winnable one last night. So the freshest taste in our mouth is defeat. That's not as fun. But, uh, you know, the Orioles scored five runs off of Garrett Cole and couldn't win the game. That, that feels like a tough one to uh, end up losing. Yep, I was going to start with that, Mark, because not all losses uh, are created equal. And uh, I was... When I saw how the O's lost last night, it just, I think back to last year with the the Braves and Mets are battling for first place the final weekend of the season. And I think back to April, May, June games where they blew a save and said, man, that, that's, that could come back to haunt us here. And when you lose, uh, like Atlanta did yesterday, they're down five to a four to one, five to one early. They lose uh, kind of going away. You just kind of take that and say, all right, well, we'll win tomorrow. Uh, but when you've got a team on the ropes, when you got a lead in the bottom of the ninth and you give it up like that and you talk about a battle against a division opponent in the Bronx Bombers and, and you want to seal that win and uh, and maybe move to, what, two games within the, uh, the Rays, I guess, uh, if you win that one. But instead, the O's lose. And uh, and got to shake it off, get ready for another one. But yeah, Mark, uh, those kind of stick with you. It's kind of dramatic to say here in May, but if you're in a race like the O's look like they might be and plan to be later this year, this, those are the ones you think about at the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, I guess what, what we have to hope is that the Orioles play well enough the rest of the way that we're still being haunted by the uh, May the 23rd, <laughs> you know, where uh, Felix Bautista had an 0-2 count on Aaron Judge and uh, hung a split-fingered fastball just right in the middle of the plate. Boom, home run, game tied. Ultimately, Orioles lost in extra innings. That was, uh, it, I mean, it was it was just painful because, like, I was watching on TV, so the Mid-Atlantic Sports Network, he, Orioles got uh, Hall of Famer Jim Palmer on there, and he was just, like, chanting, throw a strike to ball, don't throw it in the strike zone, strike to ball, strike to ball, and what happened? He just threw it right in the middle of the strike zone. I'm sure that's not what he wanted to do. You know, it was a, a poorly executed pitch rather than a poor plan, but that doesn't make it any easier of a pill to swallow. You know, it's, uh, it, you know, they, they needed two more outs and they had Judge in an 0-2 count and gave up the tying home run. That was. Hey, that was tough. But like you said, there's a lot of positives going on with Baltimore. And since we last talked, Mark, you've got a series win at home against uh, Tampa Bay where the O's win 2-1, to 4-2, to two, and lose 3 nothing. That's three really good ball games. And then how about this weekend? Um, and, and you want to, you know, beat the, the Red Sox and the Yankees and all that, but everybody's good in the AL East. I, you know, that, that, 
uh, sweep against the Blue Jays on the road had to be as about as satisfying as you've seen in years, Mark. That, that was an impressive sweep by the O's this weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Clip. You know, after the Orioles pulled off that sweep, uh, the, the baseball stats people, you know, dug into the encyclopedia or whatever and found, you know, stuff going back whenever. So it was the first Orioles sweep of an AL East team since the start of 2021, their first sweep of Toronto in five years, and their first sweep of the Blue Jays in Toronto in 18 years. Oh, wow. So it had been a while since the Orioles went into Canada and did that, and... So, you know, that was plenty to be happy about there. Um, you know, I guess the unfortunate thing is we didn't get to keep enjoying the feeling of sweeping the Blue Jays beyond more than yesterday's off day or Monday's off day because, you know, they went and lost the next game. But that's the way it is with 162 baseball uh, game baseball season, right? There's, you know, they're, they're going to lose some and that's uh, that's just the way it is. And hopefully they can dust off and do well in the rest of this Yankee series. Of course, they've they've got another five games left in what I've been calling the gauntlet, where they've been playing all above 500 teams. Uh, two more against the Yankees tonight, and then this weekend, they've got the Rangers, who are in first place yeah. in their division, and, you know, one of the most uh, prolific offenses so far this year. So, you know, the Orioles got to finish strong in this uh, in this stretch, and hopefully they're going to be up to the task. O's playing well, and uh, Mark, with the ebbs and flows, we try to get you on every other week or so to catch us up on O's Baseball Talk MLB, and I always ask you who's hot, who's playing well for Baltimore. Uh, it looks like Cedric Mullins has shaken off his uh, slow start to the season. Um, how about Cedric, and who else is hitting right now uh, for this O's offense? Yeah, Cedric is definitely powering a lot. Adley Rutschman, of course, has consistently been doing well. Uh, Anthony Santander has heated up lately, and we've even been seeing some signs of life from Gunnar Henderson, the rookie who was kind of disappointing the first six weeks or so of the season. He's uh, He was walking a lot, but also striking out a lot and didn't have a very good batting average. Finally, he's pulled himself up over the Mendoza line at a 201 average right now with a 335 on base percentage. So uh, we can certainly hope that he's going to be able to continue marching upward uh, in the batting average. Uh, you know, on the other side, really slumping heavily is shortstop Jorge Mateo, who I think is two for his last 37. That's a that's a tough stretch right there. Um so, you know, I guess we'll see how long the Orioles want to say, okay, we're going to stick with him, or are they going to start to say, you know what, let's shuffle things around so we can get some of our uh, infield prospects from AAA maybe starting to fill in at the big league level, which they've already got one on the roster in Joey Ortiz, who's been hanging around for a week or so now. Uh, Jordan Westberg hitting very well for Norfolk would be another option, but... I mean, uh, hopefully these guys can turn it around and we don't have to start thinking about, okay, who should get replaced? And it's just, this is the team that's doing well and it's not, all right, who's going to um, lose their spot and what prospect is going to come join the team. Mark Brown, CamdenChad.com joining us. Mark, as I look at pitching stats right now across the league, the O's kind of middle of the pack, upper middle when it comes to ERA, a lower middle when it comes to home runs allowed and whip and things like that. So, I don't know. Is the thought right now, hey, let's just score enough and uh, and and we'll we'll give up, you know, four or five runs and then win that way uh, because it looks like the pitching stats aren't terrible, but they're not eye popping either. Kind of kind of middle of the road for for the O's. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, Clip. I uh, right now, eighty percent of the starting rotation has an ERA where you can look at it and be like, okay, you know what? 
that can work. They, they can have a good team if that's the way it is. Um, now, the way that is, is that's three guys with an ERA over four, Kyle Gibson, Dean Kramer, and Kyle Bradish. Not terribly exciting, but that's not the kind of awful starting rotations we saw when the Orioles were piling up 100-plus loss seasons. Um, Grayson Rodriguez, who I was really excited about before the season started, through nine starts, he's got a 6.21 ERA. So I'm still pretty disappointed about that, and I really hope he's going to be able to turn it around because I, I do think that's going to be a key part of the Orioles having sustained success over uh, a multiple season run here is turning the guy who was one of the top 10 prospects in the game before this season, you know, into uh, you know, like a number two starter for a number of years, I, I think is really an important part of that. So like the only guy that's really supremely exceeding in the starting rotation is Tyler Wells with a 2.94 ERA, who is pitching tonight against the Yankees. So, you know, uh, I, I feel like there was a, a couple weeks ago, there was, I, I think it was like on the MLB network radio or something. It was former general manager, Steve Phillips said something like, Oh, the Orioles, there's no way they're going to make the playoffs because of this, this, and this. And a bunch of Orioles fans got mad. And, it, you know, what? one of the specific things he said was, at that time, the Orioles had a starting rotation ERA for the season over five. And as mad as people got about Steve Phillips saying that, I would agree with him. It's unlikely the Orioles, if they have a starting rotation ERA over five for the season, are going to be a playoff team, you know, when the dust settles, uh, all is said and done at the end of September. Um so it, it's going to be contingent on those guys continuing to improve or at least be decent enough that the offense can carry them. And I mean, that formula has worked so far. You know, we're, we're here on May the 24th. The Orioles are 31 and 17. I believe they're um, 11 games better than what they were through 48 games last season. So that's a substantial early season improvement, but you know, it, there's a whole lot of baseball left and they're still going to have to keep uh stitching this thing together, and there are reasons to be a little nervous uh, that they're going to be able to continue to do that. Mark Brown, CamdenChad.com. We've got O's and Yankees coming up tonight right here on a Pirate Radio as uh, you can watch the game on ESPN+. Plus. If you're out and about, you can hear it uh, here on a Pirate Radio. And I say you can watch the game on ESPN+. Plus. You're, uh, you probably can't around here because the O's are blacked out unless you have Masson on a satellite, Mark, which uh, I have bitched and complained about a million times. But uh, maybe one day that'll be fixed. Where It's crazy, Mark. We can't uh, watch the Nationals or the Orioles here in the state of North Carolina for some stupid reason. Yeah, I hate the blackout thing. It's been going on for a long time now. And it's, I mean, you know, what you guys, I guess, are in one of the more ridiculous places. <laughs> yeah. uh, as you said, you got to get it by satellite. Uh, there's a, there's a reader on Camden chat who lives in Iowa that gets blacked out from like six different teams oh, yeah, out there. Yeah. Cause it's like the whole Midwest, uh, arrangement. Uh, if you're somehow out, if anybody's out in Hawaii, I think they get the entire West coast they're blacked out <laughs> of. It's, uh, it, I don't know when this kind of thing is going to change. It always feels like, oh, you know, they'll have to do something about it within a couple of years. And I feel like I've been thinking about that like that for 12 years. Exactly. It, 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 it just, uh, it always feels like it's perpetually right over the horizon and yet still it, it hasn't happened. So I don't know. I, I feel bad for anybody that's in one of those kind of dead zones where that happens. And, uh, you know, maybe someday the commissioner will get serious when he says he wants to do something about it and do something about it. But, uh, 
it hasn't happened yet. Well, we uh, we got a lot of O's fans here that are thankful that uh, you can hear the games on Pirate Radio all season long. Mark, how about a, a Connor Norby, Norfolk Tides uh, minor league update? Who are uh, some guys that O's fans are excited about coming up the pipeline? Any names jumping out? And, and specifically, how's Norby doing right now? Well, you know, Norby kind of started off a little bit rough to start the season, but he's rebounded. He's now got a uh, 267 batting average, 324 on base, 406 slugging percentage. So it would be nice if he had shown a little bit more power so far this year. Of course, last year he hit 29 home runs in 122 games across three levels. Uh, not quite on that pace so far this year. He's only hit four home runs in 43 games. So I hope that he's going to be able to kind of find the power stroke again. Norfolk right now is kind of battering, battling a little bit of an injury bug. Uh, top, the top outfield prospect out there, Colton Kowser, is on the injured list with a sore quad. The Orioles just uh, placed Kyle Stowers on the injured list down there. And um, so it, it's a bit of a battered team, but there's been excitement from uh, Jordan Westberg. He's batting 311 on the season, slugging nearly 600. That's probably the guy who's active right now who's the most exciting. Norby, I certainly hope, will be able to get back the power stroke as well. And uh, uh, at, at the moment, that's pretty much it, since the Orioles have called Joey Ortiz up and he's in Baltimore now. And then, uh, you know, Grayson Rodriguez is in Baltimore, Gunnar Henderson's in Baltimore. Um, uh, you know, that, that's pretty much it. And then not as exciting currently at the pitching staff for Norfolk is pitching prospect D.L. Hall, who's right now in the middle of what the Orioles have been, they've been calling it an intentional deload, which is a phrase that had no meaning for me whatsoever when it was first being put on all the beat writer Twitter accounts or whatever. So apparently what it means is um, Hall had hurt his back a bit over the offseason doing some offseason workouts, and so he wasn't able to do as much of the general weightlifting as he would have done before the season. So the Orioles want him to be able to re-strengthen uh, that stuff. So they're having him basically do like three innings per start once a week, and he's ramping up work in the weight room. That's what intentional deload is, I guess. Uh, the results so far aren't really great. Yesterday he gave up, I believe it was six earned runs in one and two-thirds innings, so he didn't even get the three innings. So... You know, that's another guy in the pitching prospect category where I really hope he can get it together because somebody's going to need to pitch for these Orioles teams if they're going to have the kind of quality several years of baseball that we're all hoping. Mark Brown joining us. Mark, around here, we're getting ready for some East Carolina postseason baseball. They're playing in the AAC tournament right now. And uh, that at this time of the year for MLB teams means getting ready for the, the MLB draft. And, and I was just thinking about this. There's, there's a kid named Walker Jenkins who is about two hours south of here, but he played in uh, Greenville, North Carolina last week in the state playoffs right down the road at, at J.H. Rose. But he's a kid. Uh, he, he's listed as the top high school prospect in the country. I've seen several uh, mock drafts having him going top, you know, one, two, three, four, a lot, n- number four to the Rangers. But I was just thinking about it talking to you. It's kind of um, interesting that I guess you're not thinking much about the draft this year as opposed to several years in the past, right? Because the O's are, are pretty good now. They don't have one of those top draft picks. No, you're absolutely right. It's very different trying to think about the draft when uh, the Orioles are picking seven <laughs> as they are this year compared to last year when it was number one. So you knew, okay, 
they're getting the first pick, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to sift like every one of the possible options, yeah. and you know, who do I like and whatever. And of course, uh, who they picked, Jackson Holiday, was not who I was most excited for, but he's been just doing amazing so far this season. He's uh, he's gotten on base every game, 35 games on base streak, wow. and uh, he's uh, he's now at high A and slugging over 700 in like 22 games for high A. Uh, that's the son of former major leaguer Matt Holiday, and uh, it certainly seems like the apple didn't fall far from the tree there as far as um, having a good hitting prospect uh, in the family. But yeah, I mean, so like, I mean, uh, it, it's it, it's not like okay, the only thing we have to look forward to in the summer is who are the Orioles going to draft. <laughs> right. That's just uh, you know maybe a week before the draft, I'm going to kind of try and look at like the mock drafts and see okay, who's maybe going to be available in the Orioles range there who maybe sounds like a guy that they would pick i i know there's a number of people uh readers on my website who are kind of hoping there's a maryland university of maryland shortstop his name is matt shaw i think they're maybe hoping he'll make it down to 17 and that the orioles might take him um I, it doesn't look like in the, the latest mock drafts that he will make it down to 17 so the orioles will probably end up taking somebody else but you know, uh, it, it'll be up to them to see if they can find a good value player uh, in the middle of the first round. And it, it's much more fun to have a good major league Orioles team and yeah. not <laughs> excited about, you know, who are the top five uh, <clears throat> in the draft and which of them will the Orioles draft. That's, that, is, that is much more fun as a fan. Absolutely. 31-17 and 17 are the Orioles. It'll be Tyler Wells and Nestor Cortez tonight in the Bronx as the Yankees take on the O's. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio, and you can follow along at CamdenChad.com. Mark, always good to catch up with you. We'll do it again uh, in June and uh, and catch up and talk more O's baseball with you. All right, Clip, sounds great. Good luck to the uh, Pirates in the uh, postseason there. All right, that was Clip Brock's conversation with Mark Brown with CamdenChat.com. The Orioles are at the Yankees tonight. That game will be at 7.05 and right here on Pirate Radio. ECU and Cincinnati still in in a delay down in Clearwater due to weather. Hopefully the Pirates can be a winner later on today, but you can be a winner right now as we open up the Pirate Radio booty bag. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250 is the number. And Shirley, what is our listeners having a chance to win today? Well, if you give me a second, I can't. There we go. I was trying to get my sheet and it was stuck. A $10 gift card to Familia. Familia. Go and try their awesome pizzas, pastas. I'm a personal fan. My personal favorite. It's not pizza. It's not pasta, even though I like to get those things. But the Italian hoagie is off the charts. Go and see Familia on Fire Tower Road. And Shirley, what color do they need to be? Uh, let's go with color number seven. Color number seven. 317-1250 is the number. Call in right now. We will wrap up the show. We'll go quickly down the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by The Buck. The Buck. When we return right after this.
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Uh, Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling. Uh, Let me try to add that again. Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. And uh, that's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in. Oh, before I do that, uh, Chandler, I want to congratulate Josh Allen of Washington. He picked up a $100, $100, good Lord, $10 uh, gift card to Familia. Familia is your place for great Italian food, whether it's great New York-style pizzas, homemade meatballs, lasagna, chicken parm, or the delicious homemade desserts. Familia is a winning play every time for dine-in or takeout. Make Familia your go-to play when you have a hungry team. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now let's head back into Chandler. Thank you, Shirley. Appreciate it. Let's take a quick look before we wrap up the show. Let's take a quick look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. Uh, Jonathan Ellerby was a happy man today because there was day baseball going on today and on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. We had the Rangers taking down the Pirates on the road 3-2. to two. We had the Phillies taking care of business against the Diamondbacks at home in extra innings. 6-5 to five was that score. White Sox winning on the road 6 to nothing over the Guardians. Uh, uh, the Astros and Brewers went at it today. The Brewers win it 4 to nothing, And then the Twins beat the Giants in Minnesota 7-1. to And then coming up tonight in NHL, it is the Canes and the Panthers. The Canes need a big one in the biggest way. They find themselves down 0-3 in this series. That game will be coming up tonight at 8 o'clock on TNT. And that's been a look at the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buccaneer Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard or the Buccaneer Music Hall is your beacon of music in the land of the Pirates and in the ENC with live music seven days a week. There is no cover during the the week and ladies are in free every Friday and Saturday before 10 p.m. Plus, come and watch your favorite sports of the Buck on the largest 4K TV in Eastern North Carolina. Visit thebuccaneermusichall.com for a complete schedule of live events this week and see and be seen at the bug. That is going to wrap it up for today's edition of Pirate Radio Live. We still have no score for ECU Cincinnati. We do have a score at 6-5, to five, but there is still a weather delay going on in Clearwater. That game will resume at some point, uh, but we will recap it tomorrow on a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We want to thank everybody for tuning in today, whether it was on YouTube, Facebook, 92.7 right here in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. We hope that you join us again tomorrow from Clip Brock earlier today, from Patrick Mason, from Ken Wallington, for Shirley Rhodes producing today, for the Big Dog producing today. I'm Chandler Honeycutt. So long, everybody. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.